I gotta put this on the floor or else. Buzz, buzz. Ooh. Buzzed in the butt. Now, when I do the intro, are you are you gonna are you gonna, are you gonna talk over me? I'm muted. Are you gonna be muted? Yes. And then what? Do I have to unmute you? Yeah. Huh? Manually mu- muted. Good. I have to like hold you hostage at the beginning. <laughs> Sounds like get on with it. Just like this. Go 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 go. Welcome to the Higher Energy Superpower. This is episode 31 of the Turbo Duo Cast. I am your host, Salvatore Mata, and to my left is my brother from another game show lover. He is the oral assassin. He puts the ass in classic gaming. It's Trenton E. Wright Third Esquire, Esquire. So nice, they named him twice. Just like New York, right? Yeah, well, better than New York. Oh, well, everything's better Although they New say York. New York is coming back. We'll see. Oh. So are snap bracelets. Uh, that's only in your own head. <laughs> and then also returning is Turbo Duo and a half. It is Salvatore Superstar Soccer, now Superstar Basketball. He Mata. is the modern miracle. In the in the building <laughs> with the Miles Morales shirt special. <laughs> oh, the Miles Morales modern miracle Mata. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Okay, let me unmute. Hey, we're muting Sal because he keeps interrupting at the beginning of the podcast, but here we go. Ready? All right, you're unmuted. Go ahead. Thank you. What were you going to say? I was going to say nothing. I just wanted you to unmute me. Oh, okay. Even just, if you said something, it would have been nothing. You just want the freedom and the ability to uh, to open your mouth. <laughs> well, you know, last year, guys, we did a... Uh, last year? Yeah, last year. We did an interview, um, Oh. Uh, which, you know, went over pretty well. We enjoyed our uh, conversation with uh, Mr. Jeffrey Johnson uh, from Wave One Games, uh, talking about some Jaguar stuff, and we thought it'd be nice to do an interview again. Um, you know, a lot of you guys enjoyed that uh, that podcast. So allegedly, allegedly. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to be doing today is actually a conversation a little bit different. This is going to be with Marcelo, aka Crossface Gaming, on TikTok. And um, you know, there's a lot of, of people out there. Even though you might not have somebody locally that you work with that can mod systems or clean systems or repair systems. There are uh, plenty of people online if you go get into the forums or you get into the in the community to find people who can uh, do some things for you to, to, to make your setup uh, a little bit more user-friendly for the modern television screen slash uh, game room that you have. And uh, Marcelo's one of these gentlemen. And uh, Trenton, you, you uh, found Marcelo, I believe, on the Atari Age forums, if that's correct? With the, uh, uh, no, it was with actually on the, uh, the dark web of retro gaming. Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> is the, it, the underbelly of the, the internet uh, wow <laughs> i don't even know do we want to go here or is this is this G- yeah pg rated or you, well you have to have a hewlett packard and you have to use your dial-up modem to get onto this dark web of the retro gaming internet yeah how long does it take for you to get to where you're trying to go about seven minutes okay <laughs> yeah but when you're as there as long as nobody picks up the phone yeah yeah but okay. when you're there you're there. You're there. It's 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 a state of mind. <laughs> it was actually it was actually well, you were close. It was on the uh, one of the Atari Jaguar Facebook groups. Oh, Atari Jaguar he was, Facebook. Okay. He was uh he was selling a uh, the memory track for the uh, Jaguar, hmm. like the like the Saturn RAM cart or like this the, the the Sega CD backup cart. Oh, okay. Like it's that for the it's Jaguar for the, CD. It's for the Jaguar CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he was selling one of those, and then I bought it from him, and then. One thing led to another. He's fixing games. We're sending him packages. <laughs> I, I, I see how it develops. So, uh, so I, we thought it would be fun to maybe have a conversation with Marcelo and learn a little bit about that world. 
and um, you know and he's he, like the he's the one man band man of uh, of repairing consoles. He's got his his little his little magnifying glass on his eye, and he's mm-hmm. you know he's in there with the soldering irons yeah. and all the wires. Now this is the gentleman that actually tried to fix your Atari carts cartridge. Is that correct? Uh, it is. Okay. Unsuccessful, all right. but he all right. did his best. Yep. There's a there's a couple people I've, I've seen on YouTube that repair things like that. There's a lot of flux involved, and a lot oh, of capacitors. a lot of solder involved. <laughs> Recapping, capping all, again, all, all of that. And that and that that's a world that I do want to learn a little bit more about. I've kind of you know I'm kind of like that kid on top of the uh, you know the diving board. Like I'm gonna go, I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go, I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go, I'm not gonna go. So I you know I think it'll be interesting and maybe give me the push to uh, you know get involved into the uh, soldering game too. For my own self, which would be nice uh, to get some courage for. So uh, we're going to be chatting with him a little bit later in the podcast. And um, we're going to open it up with what's new, guys. We're going to open the forum. We're going we're gonna to open it up, yeah. We want to tell you the plan. So it's called What You Been Playing, player. Yeah. So we- <laughs> what You Been Playing? What are, what are some things that are going on in the world of gaming? What are you, Sal, what are you playing right now? What am I playing? What's new? Yeah, what's new in the world of Salvatore and video games? That's retro related. The the thing you were you can't only... talk you can't talk about Minecraft. We can't. <laughs> what do you mean retro related? Meaning a game that came out during uh, modern time, Daddy and Uncle Trenton's mm-hmm. time. Oh. That are they're still making games today. It might be something that's right in front of you <laughs> that you were just playing. That you were just playing. You're not you're not serious, right? <laughs> What pickup do you want to talk about? I think he's broke. <laughs> Hello? Did they break you? Did I put you on mute? Can I, do I have to unmute you again? Hello. He needs batteries. He needs batteries. <laughs> you, want, right. you, want, you want to try it again? So, Sal. Wait, let's, let's start. So, Sal. Hey. Yes? What's a new game A new game that's a retro type game that you've been playing? It's a um, new, old, old new game. Yeah. Um... Super Street Fighter 4. <laughs> for the 3DS. <laughs> Struggling there for a second. I thought he's going to forget again. <laughs> yeah, and this is the 3D edition. And that's that's the one that released with the 3DS, right? That's the launch title that's, game. That's a good question. If I can... Uh, I'm almost positive If I is. can peel back the onion layers here. The onion see, layers. Don't see, cry. Yeah, see what the... Uh, or you could just open the case and slip the cover out so you can see it. 2011. You're right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like a launch game. Okay. Because I actually, I actually remember when the 3DS came out. I remember that was like the game they had set up on the kiosk with the 3DS at like GameStop. I'll tell you what, it still looks good now. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest Street Fighter 4 fan. I, I feel like it's a little, it's a little loose. It's is it does it's it a little, little loose? Okay. It's, it's really, it's really good, but it's just. Because of the transition to 3D, I think it just it plays a little bit. There's a little bit of yeah, you know, it's not as tight as like a Genesis or a Super Nintendo, yeah, you know, style. Uh, uh, yeah, the three yeah, the, the 3DS took a little while for people to uh, to really latch onto. It like it was it was really. I, mean, I just remember at like all the the gaming sites were saying that like sales for it were like really slow at the beginning. Well, it was really expensive too. Didn't it, it start it, out at like three hundred dollars? I don't know. Eleven years ago, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. It, it probably was. It's crazy. And to I don't think, think there was. Eleven years. There maybe not have been like some really like top notch games, or like, mm. you know, or it's kind of hard to. Uh, it's that thing. that's like you can't really uh, promote like the three D effect unless you actually play it yourself because you can't like show it in a magazine or like in pictures it doesn't you know it's like a thing you have to like actually play yourself yeah it's like you know bringing somebody to christ or being a father it's like you can't really 
teach somebody like that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You like how I slipped that in there? <laughs> you can't really teach somebody like that unless you see the effect. Same thing with with uh, with yeah, they get parallels <laughs> with with the 3ds is uh, unless you're you're seeing the 3D in motion. It doesn't mean you have to play it right now, though. No, it doesn't mean you have to play it right now. But the thing I like about this <laughs> this version of the game, especially when we got into it, was that I think it's a great... And you know, I always look for opportunities for my little guy to kind of get into, uh, get into video games and find ways that he can kind of ease his way in. And um, this actually has multiple difficulties on it. So you can start out where the enemies are, you know, very minorly attacking you, but then you can kind of ramp it up to something a little bit more, very minor, a little bit more, yeah. a little bit more demanding. So he's he's beaten it on easiest, mm-hmm. um, as we were talking about before we started <laughs> the, the training, the training mode. Yeah, it's more, it's more like a training <laughs> mode, but you know, kids need that confidence to continue yeah. to get in. So you do any special moves, dude? A Hadouken or two. He's playing as Cody because he thinks it's Cody Rhodes, but I'm trying, to tell him, Cody. I'm trying to tell him it's Cody from uh, from Final Fight. He's not having any of it. So, oh, well, he's got blonde hair. Yeah, so. he's you know, <laughs> you know, big blonde guy. So, um, but yeah, so it's uh, you know, fifteen bucks at uh, you know, GameStop. It was complete. So, you know, I thought it was a nice nice pickup. I personally yeah, wanted I to try it myself. It. So, you know, if he had wanted it, I would have said <laughs> no. But I I wanted to check it out because I've always wanted to, to try. Uh, Street Fighter 4 ever since Street Fighter 5 came out which I didn't enjoy just because of the way that progression was you couldn't play versus to begin with like you couldn't just play you to unlock it you mean I don't know if it was uh, un- or they yeah. they released a patch later on I don't I have was no that idea. like a PS3 Xbox 360 PS4 oh, oh, oh yeah okay so you know I finally had a chance to try it but I'll tell you what I don't really like the 3ds controller for a game like this, I always want to go back to a Genesis controller or even a Super Nintendo controller. Are you, are you saying the the pad or the buttons? The just, D, the just D every, pad or joystick or the, the button the, the or D, just everything in general? Everything about it, the way uh. that the spacing is. Um, I still don't know how to do like, you know, there's like a there's like a short punch, a medium punch, and then like Daddy, a strong punch. Oh, there's like three instead of two. Well, that's how it is on the Sega. There's like, th- and even on the Super Nintendo. Remember, you'd use the shoulder buttons to do like the strong, oh, the strong yeah. punches or the strong kicks. I still don't know how to figure that out on this. But the D pad's small. It's really shallow too. It's like really close to the to the shell. Um, so you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But for what it is, I think it's something that you know he can play and enjoy. And so, that's all I got to say about that. Mm. But yeah, I'm, the only experience I have was huge playing character it on roster. The, was playing it on the kiosk at uh, GameStop. Like for, eleven years for, ago. Yeah, like yeah, like Holy right when it came Moses. out. <laughs> That's the only time I, I played it. Wow. I mean, I was like, and I remember playing. I was like, well, I mean, Street Fighter. I mean, I don't, I'm, you know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the three D, the three D effects, kind of cool. You know. Well, think about the context, right? Two thousand eleven. That's when the PS three and the Xbox three hundred and sixty were were big, and this game had had just come out for that like a couple of years before. So, so this, it technically wasn't like a new, all new game, except for like the three D. No, I guess, so. no, but it looks. Just like it did on the PS. Yeah, yeah, so it was yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, like a, a new style game on this thing and it performs this well. You know, I don't know if they patched it and it performs better now than it did when it started, but it, it does a really good job. There's no hitches. You know, it's really smooth. The frame rate's good. The, do they do they do any bonus stages? Yes, anymore? there are. There are oh, you, you actually can toggle whether you want bonus stages on or off. Okay. Which is pretty neat. There's also this dynamic view where it kind of, instead of being side to side, it kind of like pulls back a little bit to the right. And so it's, it's almost like... Over like, the shoulder? Yeah. Like you remember Tekken 2 and Tekken 3 where you could you could do like um, almost like a first person mode? 
Oh, in those games. I'm not saying yeah. it does first person, but it kind of oh. does like this side third person one where it's like you can see like the depth. I think the whole idea I think was there's some, to uh, give you that. There's some mode like that on the, the Switch, that Street Fighter 2 on the the one on the Switch. Daddy, mm. There's play. some like first person mode like that you where you're supposed to use like motion controls. Remember when we said we weren't going to play the game during the podcast? Yeah, remember that? Remember when we said that? What? The other thing too is that on the bottom screen, it has one, two, three, four, like four, like four square boxes. And instead of hitting the buttons for a kid, if he wants to do it, you can just tap the screen to do the move. Like a special move? You yeah, like a, oh, special, okay. like a special move. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but it is there in case you mm-hmm. want to use it. Yeah. I, I think it's kind of a cop-out, but they're making everything easier these days for the kids, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, um, some of the things that we're playing. So, uh, this guy had a movie night at... Uh, Movie night uh, at co-op school yesterday, and so what did Dad do? No. Dad brought his Switch, because that's how real G's roll, right? No. Anyways, <laughs> so I said, you know, what's a game I can play for like thirty minutes? I can I can get through, and so I decided to boot up the uh, Capcom Beat 'Em Up Collection. Okay, solid choice. I've always wanted to get through Captain Commando, and I finally did that. <laughs> you done accomplished something. Played through Captain Commando, and uh, I played as the ninja. I don't know what his name is, but I, I wanted it to be more like a... Like you finally, you finally style. crossed that off your list, Captain Commando? Yeah. Like like Steve Buscemi? <laughs> You're in the corner. Oh, put, put oh and Billy Madison? In, put lipstick in Yeah, I did that. that. Well, it was funny because they were wrapping up They were wrapping up the movie night, and uh, hold on a minute. Let's get this kid back on the... Hey. Get back on your pillows. Here we go. There. Um, they were like wrapping up everything and like putting you know, putting all the trash away. The lights had turned on. They're like everybody's got to go, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm on the final boss. I can't. You guys <laughs> like, uh-uh. yeah. Liz is making fun of me from across the across the way, telling my husband's playing the switch. <laughs> He's the only dad that would bring a switch to the to, to the movie night. That's make it makes me unique. Yeah, I was like, that's what makes me better. <laughs> Anyways, um, so, you know, clear Captain Commando, and I had varied emotions and feelings coming away from this game, you know? I didn't know Captain Commando could do that to you. And you know what? <laughs> Listen, I like to be well-connected to my emotionality. Emotionality, huh? Yeah. Is that a know. word? I, maybe. <laughs> and you want to stop the podcast right now and look it up? Kind of. See if it... My feeling on... I think all... Eh. It's a beat-em-up, dude. <laughs> See, you like you like, you like like to, to distill things down to like just their bare... What they You've are. That's a long, drawn-out story about Captain Commando. Well, I keep going back to the fact that like it's not Streets of Rage. Yeah, I understand. The thing about these, about these arcade games that... You know, Streets of Rage is not an arcade game. Yeah, the, th- I mean, the yeah. thing about these arcade games is that they They're don't, they, well, but they don't respect your abilities necessarily. Like you could be hitting a boss, and they'll just are are going up to a boss, and they'll just hit you even in the middle of you like. Yeah, well, in, you in know, the, in the middle of a cycle, they're just trying to. The game, those games are trying to be flashy and well, quarters, trying to get your yeah, quarters, trying to get your money. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's the difference, and what I think 
that's why you know I played Streets of Rage first, and I'll never find anything as good. Like I'm constantly on that search for like the next game that's going to be constantly. as good. And I think it's it's Streets of Rage four, right? Which which I've played a bunch of, oh, and well, is, is fantastic. I mean, if if it's going to be a better Streets of Rage game, it'd it have to it'd be, a be another of Rage Streets of Rage game. <laughs> that's the only way to get better. But see, Final Fight wasn't like that, at least on the Sega CD. I feel like Final Fight did kind of respect your abilities, and if you did a good job, that you could get through that game. It wasn't. I guess the the word is cheap, you know, like yeah. where you where you get attacked. You're like, how did they attack me in the middle of me? <laughs> you know, in the middle of my my attack sequence. You know, yeah. like I was already hitting them. You just like cut your frames of animation down and just smashed me like you're Akuma. <laughs> you know, like you're Akuma. <laughs> but um, for for a game from 1991, like really good effects, like everything about that game, it just it put me back in like an arcade. Just thinking about how that game would appear in 1991. And thinking about the games that were on home consoles, Captain America, Captain Commando, just like it's larger than life in a way, you know. What are you showing? No, I'm not showing anything. Cool. I'm trying to. You're really helping out. So I enjoyed my time with Captain Commando. I also realized not as fun by yourself, which is Pause. par for the course. Yeah. Not as fun by yourself. Yeah. Having having a partner playing these Capcom games, these Capcom beat 'em ups is uh, is kind of an essential. Now, can you? Slap the controllers off of it and do two player. Yes. If you unhook the like the yeah the I, I, well actually so that's a little bit of a misnomer because I did have Liz playing with me for about all of thirty seven yeah. seconds. That doesn't count. She's like me. Yeah. Boring. Yeah. She died and then she <laughs> didn't know she could continue and so she started talking to a mom about <laughs> diapers or something. I don't know what it was. It wasn't can, can, it wasn't diapers? Can you do like the like the like the Konami cheat? You can uh you can you can there's unlimited continues. Oh okay. So I, I I went through the whole. Oh thing. yeah, that's right. Because it's an arcade arcade game, so they just give you like unlimited. Oh, I got you. You don't even have to put in quarters. It's just like artificial quarters. You can just yeah. You just start and it goes. Hit the continue button. Ah, I understand now. So, but lots of fun. We're putting that. We got King of Dragons behind us. If it's still playing, nope, the switch is off. And then the other thing. So uh, we nope. We actually had uh, we had we had brunch with some friends. And Ooh. they have a uh, Sega Genesis uh, classic system. What does one eat for brunch these days? Frittata. Okay. Frittata, uh, green salsa and chips, um, uh, hash browns uh, with a nice sizzle on them, coffee. <laughs> the sizzle. Um, chocolate chip muffins. No. That's a heaping helping. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you got you to gotta do it right, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Back to the Sega Genesis classic. So my buddy Tony, um, hey, got, Tony, know, Tony. So what's funny is that Tony actually mods has modded systems in the past himself. Okay. Um, kind of bringing it back full circle with uh, with our topic here. Is this the original modder? Um, what do you mean? I don't know. Not for well, me. Well, oh, wasn't there someone that you knew before that didn't, or is that Tony? No, that was my landlord back oh, in, back in the okay. day. But Tony said that he knows how to solder and he can teach me how to solder. So I feel like, you know, I'm getting pushed into this whole thing. Like, it's just meant to be. I mean, it, you know, you can do some... Dude, it's 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 fairly... I mean, to do some smaller stuff, it's fairly easy. Yeah, I know you've said you've done a couple of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he modded his Sega Genesis Classic, which I've heard of this before, but I've always been skeptical of because... Oh, you mean like modding to put games he put Yes. Oh, like that kind of modding. So he actually modded his Sega Genesis Classic because there's, there's a little bit of extra memory on the Genesis Classic where you can add a few more games. So he actually added like Maximum Carnage is on there. 
games that he he grew up with. Um, he put Road Rash Three on there. What up, Road Rash Three? <laughs> what up? Uh, we were we were balling out in some Road Rash Three. He put uh, Desert Strike on there. Well, you're de- you're a Desert for, Strike went, fan, right? Went for the for the first one, huh? Yeah, Desert not, Strike, not Jungle Strike, not or jungle Urban Strike. strike. <laughs> yeah, Urban Strike's the 32 meg one or something like that, or isn't there like, one? Oh yeah, that was the last one they that was the last one they made on the Genesis. Yeah, I don't I don't know how many megs 32. The biggest cart ever. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, one of the ones that he put on there, which I'm like, I've never even heard of this game before, was James Bond 007. You heard of this game? Like James with a B or P? Bond. Oh, I think like James Pond. No, James Bond 007. Was that a, I don't think it was a real game then. It's a real game. On the Genesis. Yeah. You know how like we talk about how like, we we kind of find Genesis games that we've never heard of before. It's just like that's a real game. Like I never like you looked even, it up. It's a legit game. I didn't look it up, but I'm I'm almost positive that it is. Look look up James <laughs> Bond 007. It's it's probably not gonna be. It's like a it's like a repro well, had, well, no, up. Well no 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 it had box art and everything. It, it well, I'm almost positive it's a real game. Well anyway, continue. So it kind of has a um almost like a uh, uh like a Rolling Thunder style feel to it, but more zoomed out. Type, okay. type of gameplay and it's a platformer you got to defuse bombs and you have to get you know from the first levels of ship there it is right there right yeah, yeah, James yeah. Bond 007 the it, duel it's actually the duel there we who go who is that even on the cover that's what James that, Bond is that just uh, some person no, they hired no 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 that's um that's the guy who did it for like one or two movies I forget what his name is oh. but he's um but the game is actually really it's I, like I would call it competent but really colorful the first stage you're on a um like a cruise ship Mm-hmm. And you have to save passengers. You have to. Un- it's almost like um, Shinobi or Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, where you have to like find the uh, the captives. It's an odd bunch. He's like, I got Maximum Carnage, D- Desert Strike, and he, James he Bond. He was. He was like. It just. He thought it looked cool. And I guess there's a list with this emulator of the games that work the best with it. Mm-hmm. Like he had um, Hyperstone Heist on there, and he said it, it works, but there's no sound. Really? Wow. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the thing I was worried about the most was lag coming from like these emulated games that weren't optimized. Yeah. No lag whatsoever <laughs> on any of these games that he put on there. So I was impressed. And and it doesn't change the interface of the classic. Like it just adds the games in. Oh, wow. So, and then you can swap them out. So you can take, you can remove games and add more games on if you want. Just sounds like a lot of work just to. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I know. Just to play on like that when. I'd rather like get so the, I'd, I'd rather get the real cart and play other that. ways or I mean, you know. It's just, funny though. It's just like I'm gonna switch games back and forth. On no, the, I know. <laughs> but it's. Funny. I mean, it's cool. I'm assuming. What is he? Does is there like a USB port on there? Yeah. Connect it to his computer. The, the control and port. Get yeah. into it or something. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. You just yeah. put the USB port in there and download it or whatever. But it's funny because I, you know, like we were at basketball this morning for the little guy, and you know, all these, you know, all these guys, um, they love the, like the 16-bit systems. Like the, these guys were asking me at, at basketball, like, what's your What's your system of choice? Like, what's your, you know, I'm like, ugh, this question again, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but the truth is, like, I, I kind of welcome it, too, because they're, they're bringing up games that, like, you know, it's not the average person, like, knows anymore, you know? Like, they're like, you know, we want to play, like, I was I was trying to get my kids to play Madden, but I want to play, like, Madden 94. I want to play NBA Live 95. I'm like, you're warming my heart right now here. You talk like this. <laughs> like, these guys, these are guys our age, and they want to they want to get together and do, like, four-player battles and stuff. It's like... <laughs> Somebody's got to take the kids, but I'm more than happy to, to, to ball out, you know? 
I'll bring my system, I'll bring my four-player adapter, and we'll have a... We'll get crazy. We'll go nuts, right? And NBA Jam is always... Oh, that was on there, too, NBA Jam. As I'm, oh, on his classic. But NBA Jam TE doesn't work for some reason. It doesn't load up. Yeah, what's the point, then? Can't play NBA Jam once if there's NBA Jam TE available. I We played NBA Jam, and I'm like, now I want to play TE, because it's, <laughs> it's just not the same. I don't know if it's just the Genesis versions are not as, as good as the Jaguar and the 32X. But like the characters seem smaller, and it just well, the action I mean, doesn't obvious. seem as like as is like you know forceful. Like it doesn't you don't feel the oomph. Well, yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they made it uh, quicker or faster in TE than they did in NBA Jam. You know. Mm. No, but I'm saying TE for Genesis versus TE for Jaguar and 32X. Well, yeah, of course they're gonna be yeah the characters are I know yeah no for sure the character the characters are smaller. Yeah, but does TE play more like TE for Genesis play more like? NBA Jam for Genesis, or does it play more like TE for 32X? Oh, I would I would say it probably plays more like the 32X one. You think so? In okay. terms of like speed. So, so then it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. just kind of like this. I'm almost positive that was like one of like from when they did NBA Jam to TE is that was one of the things they made the gameplay a little bit faster. Plus, you only get to select two characters in the in the original NBA Jam. Oh, it does. You can't. There's no more. There's, there's no roster. There's no it's roster. Just, it's just it's, just, it's just two. Yeah. That's a big deal. Yep. So, uh, but that was kind of fun. So I discovered a new Genesis game, and I never and I played. You know, I played through the first level, and it was now lot, you gotta uh, have it. Now I kind of want it. It was a lot of fun. You just <laughs> now I want it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like one of those action platformers. You know, you're unlimited ammo. You're just shooting at guys and yeah, it's defusing too, bombs and getting. It's, it's not. It's not too expensive. Like forty bucks. Really? Complete. Yeah. Okay. We could, we could, <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. oh, he had, right. he had right. Steel Empire on there too. Oh, okay. All hail Steel Empire. It's probably <laughs> the best game Flying Edge ever put their stamp on. <laughs> yeah, definitely but, not Double Dragon. Like, I don't know if that's a uh, a Japanese game, but it feels like a Japanese game. It's as good as a Japanese game from that era. Mm-hmm. In the hunt, in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. That's kind of what it feels like. So, so uh, pickups. Let's get into pickups. Trenton, I've been talking a lot. I'm going to take a break, sip my soda. Tell us a little bit about what you got going on. Well, since it's only been a week since the last time we Listen. did a, <laughs> we did a show. I actually got these these two actually the day after. Uh and I'm always perusing on uh on Facebook and I saw a couple listings. Actually I saw one Stay listing. Stay hungry. Yeah, it wasn't even really I wasn't even really looking for them, but then I saw them for for a decent price. I actually already had the cart for this. But I mean, uh so the game is uh, Sonic 3D Blast. For the sake of Genesis, because mm-hmm. that's pretty much the only games we get these days are the Genesis ones. And, Genesis does, and it, it is in the, it, it's in the cardboard style box, so obviously those are harder to come by in somebody was shape. Thought, thoughtful enough to put a plastic. Yeah, case I didn't on even it, know though. they put like a one of like the Defender cases on it. So I already had the cart, so it, this was only twenty bucks. So and I could end up selling my cart for like ten bucks or whatever. So I, I thought it was a pr- pretty solid deal. I, I want like all the Sonic games, you know, for the Genesis because they're the Sega ones. You know, I've I, you know I actually, you know actually never, about this game. No, I've actually never played it. Um, so this is it's this like is the a, Saturn, the Saturn version. Well, I mean, it's, this is a Traveler's Tales game. So so the guy um, from Gaming Hut, uh, John Gaming Burton, Hut? who John Burton, the one who made Toy Story. Oh, okay, okay the one yeah. who did, does all the special effects in. Um, so Sonic 3D Blast is one of them. He did Pugsy. Oh, okay. So you know he's he's got some. This guy's got some skills. Yeah, you know, yeah I just like every time I every time I look, I see like the screenshots from it. I just think of like Marble Madness because it's like that same, like the yeah, 
like the layout of the levels. I just think Marble Madness. So I think the problem with Sega, uh, Sonic 3D Blast is just a matter of expectation for people. And if if you didn't, if you weren't around or weren't old enough for this when the game came out, uh, Sonic 3D Blast came out at a time where the Sega Saturn was the system for for you know the time period. And everybody was just thirsty for a 3D version of Sonic that was going to be competing with Crash Bandicoot and with Mario 64. And, and then they gave you it Sonic 3D Blast. Well, and it wasn't and it wasn't to be. And and so Sega commissioned Traveler's Tales to make this this Sonic game, and they were they were able to uh, to what what is it? Zelda. Yep, that's that's Zelda too. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, Adventures of Link. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was really important as a segue. No, uh, so they were making this Sonic 3D game, and they said, well, since we don't have a Sonic game coming out, can we just upport this to the Sega Saturn, add a new bonus stage, and... Um, oh, wait, you know, so the Saturn version is pretty is the same as that game, just like upgraded graphics? Yeah, so they basically did a new soundtrack, a CD soundtrack. From, well, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, and that was uh uh what is his name? Jacques something, I think. Jacques Cousteau. He's the guy who did the Sonic um C D uh soundtrack here okay. in the States. Yeah, all right, all right. Um he did uh, I think he did Sonic R. He's he's really good. Um but he did the Sonic three D Blast soundtrack on Sega Saturn and this was the original game. So this is the version that was supposed to come out and then they made the 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 more three dimensional bonus stage to go with the Sega Saturn port but this is the one when we think about like the original Sonic 3D Blast this is the one I mean I'm I'm, I'm a little envious because I do I do like this game and having it complete in the box is awesome I mean that in a good way yeah yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know I, I'm not sure how it plays or if it's it's great comparable to it's the, great but here's the thing to the again, Saturn a, one again it's not right it's not it's Sonic, a, it's, Sonic. A, it's a matter of expectation so this really should be called Flicky 2 not Sonic 3D Blast and the reason okay. the reason why I say that is people and, and I'm in a certain camp about Sonic and I don't mean to go off into a rant here but everybody <laughs> but wants everybody wants Sonic to go fast and that's not how I ever played Sonic. Sonic to me is a game is an exploration game. Take your time, go fast where you need to go fast, but really kind of, you know, explore the levels a bit and kind of kind of dig into them a little bit more. So Sonic 3 Blast kind of scratches that itch for me a little bit where you're taking your time. There's not a ton of enemies. The whole idea is to defeat enemies and then get the little flickies and then bring them to the the goal, which is a, uh, you know, a ring at the end of the level. And all you're doing is kind of going through the levels, searching out these flickies and bringing them to the end, which is the same goal that you have in the, in the original flicky game that came out for the, actually the Sega Genesis at the, at the onset of the Sega Genesis. So, um, it's a fantastic game if you appreciate it for what it's worth. It has a really cool line scrolling uh, bonus stage if you've ever seen that. I don't think I have. No, really, I really don't know much. I really don't really, know much really about cool, it. Really cool. Well, we should, we should hook it up a little bit later and try Ooh. it. Out. It's uh, <laughs> a it, it's a great game for what it's worth, but you gotta you, you can't compare it to what right. you think Sonic should have been in 1996. Yeah, this is a very you. very late Genesis game. Yeah, but it's awesome. I'm, I'm really glad that you own it now. And so it was the same person. So I was trying to just find another game to get like a discounted price and kind of cut down on the shipping. So I don't know anything about this game. Yeah, it's. I mean, 
I don't know if it's like really great, but it was just I was trying to look it up and like there's not very many you don't come across too many like complete copies of it. It's Defender Two for the I've never Nintendo. Seen, I've never seen this before. Which is you know I mean you know Defender obviously. I love Defender that we just Eugene Jarvis we just talked yeah, about yeah yeah yeah. So I it's barely basic game. Uh, it was like but it was just like the only game that she had that it's a crunchy block. You got to go on si- you know, yeah, side to side like, to well, side. I was like looking it up and like a complete copy like never pops up on eBay. So I was like well maybe it's just kind of like. One of those games. That's just, what we call mad rare. Yeah, it's, well, it's not rare. I'm not but. saying it is. I just wanted to say that. Can you please let yeah. me have my moment? <laughs> no, that's what I do here. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Defender. You know, I mean, it's it's no Jaguar. It's no Jaguar Defender 2000. But what is you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, not too much to say about Defender. I also picked up some more uh, cover arts from uh, Shigiri. Oh, you did? Yeah, I just don't. I don't have them with me. Mm. I I picked up like four or five. I got the Ren and Stimpy because uh, the the other one got got taken. Uh, they had the Super Street Fighter two cover art, mm-hmm. Techno Cop, and and uh and oh and uh Captain uh Captain America. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got. Do you have the cart? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so I've. Been, oh, I didn't even see this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I just decided to bust out my uh, my DS Lite. Uh, of course, I was like just because I was I'm doing a toy show. I'm doing a toy show tomorrow, so I was like looking around for either games or stuff to sell, and I found a whole bunch of my Game Boy Advance games that I had forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Now I know you probably, <laughs> I know you're gonna think this game is like an abomination to the probably to the lineage. You were the one who wanted to to cover Friday the Thirteenth, <laughs> the lineage of the game, and um, it's not great. It's also not terrible. There's some things that are terrible about it, but I just as I, in most s- things. <laughs> for some reason, I keep playing it. I don't and, know what it is yet. I'm... And it's uh, Altered Beast for the Game Boy Advance. Why would I think that's terrible? Well, have you ever played it, or do you know anything about it? I don't know anything about that. Oh wow! No. Um, is it like a bad version of Altered Beast? <laughs> it's like so. I'm going. Into, I gotta try this later. Yeah, because like I go into it thinking like Altered Beast, and I I I just. I want to like it so much because it's Altered Beast. I played Altered Beast at least once a day. So uh, I guess, like, <laughs> I guess my review would be, um, how would you say, influenced by just the lineage of Altered Beast and like how much we love the original. So it's like I want to like it so much, right? But there's some parts of it are just like dumb. So like, so because it came out for the Game Boy Advance, so like jump is like the 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 sh- the, tr- the shoulder buttons, and you, can, and you can't. change So it's it. just yeah, there's no option to change. You can only uh, they'll only give you a, a button swap, which would. Be I wonder a, how that would work on my um, the sideways so, Game well, Boy Advance with the Intech controller. Oh, so like I was handles. saying, I was like, I bet the best way to play this game would be on like something like the Retron because you can. I think you can oh, match the true. buttons, yeah, and you yeah, can yeah. use a regular. You could just use like a, a Super Nintendo controller or whatever. Yep. And you oh, could, that's blasphemy. Why would you use a Super Nintendo controller? What, for the Game Boy Advance? Use a Genesis controller if it's Altered Beast. Oh, I mean, I, I guess so. I'm just saying because, you know, the Game Boy Advance only had two buttons. So, like, you know, A and B is punch and kick. So you could probably map another button to, to jump instead of being the trigger buttons, mm-hmm. you know? So just like that's kind of like, so I'm playing and, and to jump, I got to, I'm with, with my, with that's my index finger on the left jumping. Yeah. So, yeah, so some of the hit detection and like your 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 reach of your of your punches and kicks is, is a little awkward. Mm. But I mean, how's the, how's the hit detection? It's 
once you <laughs> like once you learn it, yeah where it is like you're if, good. You, if you like altered beast and you want to like the game you'll kind of you'll, you'll make it work yeah, yeah. so yeah. i'll work with you baby yeah <laughs> it's it gets the first five <laughs> levels aren't too bad like you first can, five levels oh there's 15 levels in this game wow yeah how many and, creatures can you be uh, I don't know. Well, actually, there's a, a menu. Have, there's there's like, that same splash screen of when you become the beast. Yeah, it does that. It's it still does that. So there's like I think there's like eight. There's a, there's a lot. Like each level. Do you become a fish? That's what I want to know. Uh, you, have you become like a like a shark? You do. Like you a, can become a shark. You, but you're like a shark. I don't know anything about this game. We're gonna talk. There's 15 animals. They gotta have an aquatic. <laughs> you're like a shark head though. You're like a, sh- <laughs> like you no know, like you're you have you're arms like on, and legs. you're on land. Yeah, you there's, have you have arms and legs and you have like a shark head. You know. Can you, bite, um, you can bite people. You kind of like like dart across. Oh, all right. Yeah. So like, there's 15 stages, and I think each one has a different. You're a different um animal in like each one. That's cool. So yeah, the the levels are a little long for Altered Beast, but it's they they get they get punished. They get punishing because I'll just throw like enemies will just drop down and it gets to the point where it's just like and I, yeah I'm stuck on level six right now and you can save it and then continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty cool. So. Yeah, it's. I mean, like graphics Listen, are I'm, pretty I'm, solid. I'm all about playing more sevens. There's wisdom yeah. in those sevens. If you think, do you think? What would you? What would you rate this game? All right. If 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 I was if I wasn't me, no. Oh, so yeah. I would. I would say six point nine. Oh man, it's like I, I don't like to do that. I don't like to go like to six point six five. No, I'm saying like <laughs> I'm like just at the edge, but not there. It's like I I, I want to give it a seven, but I also don't want to give it a seven. Okay, six point five, six. Is it a six point six nine five? So the so the answer then is if you like if you're a retro head and you you played you grew up with altered beast and games like that, you might like it. Yeah. It's yeah, it's pretty. Everybody fun. else, you know, stay far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it was a THQ Sega collaboration or whatever. Ugh. So yeah, mm. but you know, so you get there's like you get three or you know you get your little first orb and and they get. Hey, no, we were having a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now you're, you're, you're. Well, he wants to make Andre the giant. Oh, of course, that's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll just take a timeout to do to make Andre the giant on yes. the 3ds. There we go. There we go. Andre the Giant. Sick. <laughs> there we go. Andre the Giant. All right. Go ahead, Trent. You were saying? We did it. I, I don't even remember now. Oh, I was, so it does It does have, like, some callbacks to the original Aldred Beast. Like, you, for every, you know, when you, you there's, like, three orbs, and that's yes. when you finally get into your, uh, the beast mode. Yeah. You know, you get the, the power, you get the power up, you know, yeah. when you. Yeah. And then, it, like, I think every boss I, I've I've got to the end. Did they say like, oh, "Welcome to your doom"? Welcome to your doom. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's 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 a little rough around the edges. I would say. I'm intrigued. Yeah. I would like to try this out. Yeah. It's cool. it's it's different. Nice. I don't, I don't know what the best way to play it. I mm. guess you just have to play it on the DS. On a Game Boy Advance with a backlight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, you could try it on there. Yeah. If you can. So. Cool. Well, to bring us home before the uh, commercial break, um, the manly manager, Ryan, who was on our last podcast, who <laughs> was able to find uh, this little little uh, number for me. Um, That's actually one I've been trying to figure out. I've got a cart and a manual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well it's 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 a, again it's a later release on the Genesis. And that's one of those they did card- that, they did cardboard and plastic. Yeah, let me let me just uh put it out there so it's uh it's the jungle book for the sega genesis and if you know if it's a disney game generally 
it's going to be a good time. From Virgin. From Virgin. So we're talking Aladdin. This is a David Perry game. Aladdin. Yeah, so, you know, Earthworm Jim, Aladdin, right? That lineage, those are good games. This t- this game to me is like Aladdin and Pitfall the Mayan Adventure sort of like well, squashed together. That would make sense because it's... You're in the jungle outdoors. It's got a yeah. very, very similar feel. And I, I didn't play this game as a kid, but I played it more recently, like a couple of years ago. And I thought it was really, really good. I had a fun time with it. And I could tell it was made really well. It's got that same animation, like the Disney mm-hmm. animators animation. And um, it's a fairly cheap game. It can't be more than 20 bucks. Yeah, that's 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 the thing. Is like I It's like I probably just have to get a complete copy and just... Like, I, you know, just a case. It's like no one's listing a case because it's not worth it because the game's no. only like $15. Yeah, you I know. <laughs> so I actually have a loose cart now, and I've got this uh, complete copy, but it's pretty rough. Um, I'm okay with that. It doesn't look too bad. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's, it doesn't look like your, your Sonic 3D Blast, but well, it's also not, you know, as... Uh, it's not as as, impor- highly, as, yeah. as important in the the, <laughs> the the Sega lineage, but this is another one that's uh, made by Ballistic. Is that one they threw the sticker on after the fact? Yep. So <laughs> hey, we want some credit on this. <laughs> very very well. Yeah, I mean their games. Are- there was another game where they they had to do that too. Where it was Ballistic. So, uh, they, Toy they, Story. Remember? Was oh they put a sticker on the back of on, it on my Toy Story copy. Yep. Remember we were looking at yours. I think there's, my- a, I think there's another one too. The word. Oh, I'm sure there Ballistic is. Ballistic had to put a sticker on it after the. I'm fact. sure it's Accolade. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's, it, you know, I'm glad I own it. It's, uh, you know, like you could tell like with the box, like the margins, like it's, it's thicker on one side than another. So the pictures are like, uh, it's almost like crooked a little bit. Oh, um, it wasn't a straight cut. I mean, this is, this is a 94 game, but it probably came out. This probably came out in 97, this copy, you know, when, oh, the, when, the, when the Genesis when Gen- three came out. Oh, those were, that was one of the games that yeah, like, came out. Like this is Majesco. So this uh, is a Majesco release oh, so that's, versus oh, a Genesis release. Oh, okay. Like a that's, Sega release, excuse that's me. That's why uh, there's two versions. There's the, the one in the plastic case. And, and that, remember, that a, lot of, a lot of the Disney games came out a second time Yeah, black when, and, the, when the Genesis 3 came out, when Majesco started and then, manufacturing it. So that one has it. the black and white manual as opposed to the color I manual? Be, I believe so, yeah. I believe right. it does. That's why. Yep. Black and white manual. Yeah. Which, did. if you can, for a game like this, try to get the original copy with the hard case. Um yeah, I mean, if you if you get this one, it's fine. I'm 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 perfectly content. I mean, it's yeah, because it's not like it's a high price game. No, but you know, if you if you can get it like that, it's you know, you got the full color out, you know, outside of the manual. You don't have and, to worry and about the hard shell is going to be good for yeah. a long time. So that's kind of where I, you know, see that. But anyways, any way you can play the you know the Jungle Book. This is another one if you're starting a Genesis collection. You know, fairly cheap to get into and very very high quality in my opinion. Very high quality. So. So with that, we will uh, we'll take a quick break here. We'll go to a commercial, and when we come back, we're gonna have our phone call conversation, dial up uh, internet uh, uh, rendezvous with mm-hmm. wow. with All cross those with Crossface Gaming. When we come back, enjoy the commercial. We'll be back in just a moment. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey now kids, it's a brand new beat A brand new toy you can wear on your feet Skip it, skip it Do a do jump, do hot pop Skip it, skip it a Skipping and a jumping and a bop to bop But the very best thing of all There's a counter on this ball Maybe you can beat your very best score Maybe you can jump a whole lot more Skip it, skip it Bet you're gonna love it Skip it from Tiger Toys 
Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Well, welcome back, everybody. We are uh, set and ready to uh, have our conversation with uh, our repair guru, Marcelo, a.k.a. Crossface Gaming. Oh, and? But first, first and? Turbo Duo Game and a Half would like to ask you guys a question. Oh, and guys, if you like the commercial, I don't know what it is. But if you like the commercial, <laughs> tell us in the comments, okay? Yeah. Thumbs up. And that's a great point, Sal. Speaking of that, if, if it actually uh, happened, yeah. Well, if if you guys are uh, enjoying the show, please give us a like, and um, if you'd be so generous, and uh, a subscribe would really, really help us to uh, yeah. uh, acquire our landing page. And if you have any questions or comments, always hit us up on uh, on Instagram, the Turbo Duo, and uh, on uh, our email, the Turbo Put Duo. Thumbs up. Like two thumbs up. Like the, the Turbo. Fonds. Yeah, the Turbo Duo at Gmail and uh, we would love to hear from you guys, and uh, all the support is great if you could uh, help us out. So with that, I think it's time to learn a little bit more about modding, saving, creating, and keeping up with the aging uh, nature of our hobby. Of course, these systems that we play are now getting to be 30 and, and almost 40 years old, Trent, when you think about the NES being from uh, 1985. We're only three well, short years, years. Jeez. Three short years away from that, so of That's course, nuts. having individuals in this this uh, mm-hmm. um, hobby that actually enjoy to enjoy the idea of repairing and saving this the, this old hardware and these old this old software is what kind of keeps the dream alive for us. So we really appreciate people like Marcelo, and um, you know, so we thought it would be nice to bring somebody on that kind of tells their story a little bit about. Uh, Back how they're able to uh, to do these types of things and serve the community. So we're excited to have Marcelo Trenton. Could we try to bring uh, Marcelo on the line? Let's, let's, let's try and beam him up. Let's do it. Carl. As the phone rings, waiting on the other line. Hello? Hello? Oh, hello, my friend. This is Trenton. From the Turbo Duo cast, how are you tonight? I'm I'm doing great. I'm 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 honored to be on the Turbo Duo podcast. It's an man. honor. Today, and a today. Pri- <laughs> That's right, man. It's an honor. It's a privilege. I'm not sure what I did to deserve it, but I, I appreciate it. You did just Come enough. On, guys. <laughs> <laughs> just barely enough. You had like ten other people that weren't available. You're like, oh, shit, we're gonna call. Yeah, we we called like <laughs> nine other uh, repair and modders, and then you were the tenth one on the list. As long as you're okay with that. That's cool. Yes, that works for me. So you, you you had enough time tonight to put down the soldering iron and uh, talk on the phone. Mm-hmm. Or are you are you are you working on a system right now as we speak? No, no, I'm not working on anything. I should be working on one of your guys. But no, that's, 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 that's okay. Oh yeah, because you got a uh, a Clico Vision to uh, work on and uh, the SNES Junior. That's right. Yep, and that yeah, we're 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 definitely hustling with that. And the 32X too. It's this. Interesting. I think the 30 tracks, I think it's just dirty, to be honest. I could probably just clean it, and it's probably going to work fine. But. Uh, oh, really? The one that, that said it wasn't working? Uh, Yeah, yeah, that one. For, I mean, for most consoles, anything that's, like, not working, it's kind of like yeah, the same the same way as, as, as if, if you guys were, like, a doctor, right? You'd want to use, like, like, the least invasive thing possible first. So taking something apart and cleaning it is probably the least invasive thing you could do. So my guess is just cleaning it and like taking all the cables and reseating it. That, 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 that basically that'll end up fixing it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So what are you guys doing tonight? 
What are you guys talking about? We're talking about you. Yeah, this is this is all <laughs> about you, Marcel. This is Sal here. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, Sal. I'm doing good, Sal. So, so Sal, are you Italian? Uh, yes, I uh, I am of the Italian persuasion. <laughs> yeah, you could, he's uh, he's the most Italian, actually. Yeah, yeah. You, oh, I mean, you have to say Marcello. You have to pronounce it the right way, man. Mar- it is uh, Marcello. Marcello. There you go. Now you got it. <laughs> now you got it. Well, I was I was uh, kind of uh, honored. I felt like I was a part of your TikTok where you you discussed cleaning out the PS4, and for all of you guys listening, so Marcello. Uh, what actually did a little TikTok video. That's where he kind of lives as Crossface Gaming uh, with a lot of his content. So go support uh, Marcelo and Crossface Gaming at TikTok. But just watching you sort of dissect my PS4 that, you know, I've got six cats and two dogs and you could tell that there's just like years of just dust and grime and skin and just, you know, just well, ob- obliteration. One of the comments was like, like, I'm not sure, like, did that guy like snort next to like a wood stove or something like that? Like, I that was that was dusty as hell. That's well. That's the the, the the crazy thing is that I think that's probably more normal than than not where you have just a regular domestic setting, and you know if you have if you have some pets or something like that, there's just dirt and grime and stuff that gets sucked in from that fan and just clogs everything up. And and that's the thing is like we took vacuum cleaners to the edge of it and we're cleaning yeah. it on a regular basis. But if stuff gets in there, there's really nothing you can do. It'll just live inside of the system. And I just didn't feel confident about open. And I've opened oh, up yeah. systems before. Yeah. But I did not feel confident about opening that. No. And it's something about the PlayStation 4. It's just got really poor ventilation or whatever. But like a lot of them look like that on the inside. I'm, I was I was just busting your chops about that. But yeah, most, most PS4s look like that on the inside. Yeah, no, it's... it's and they all sound like a jet engine. Yeah, not like the George Foreman Grill PS3, but but uh, <laughs> definitely very very loud. Especially when you play one of the more you know recent, uh, like if you put God of War in there, the thing just like you know you think it's going to be an aircraft carrier and take off. But um, <laughs> but no, we we appreciate that. So you know, part of the, the the interview here is just you know spurred on by all the work that you've done with Trenton and his stuff, and uh, you know some of the stuff you've done. I'm really excited about you know some of the future things that you're going to be doing with, uh, you know, cause like my Coleco vision has been sitting in the basement and I just, I look at it and I say, Oh, not today. Cause the RF just doesn't work well. And the power switch doesn't, isn't working great. And so it's a, it's a way to boost up some of this, uh, you know, some of this old technology, which we were just talking about before we called you is, you know, we're getting to the point where the NES is almost 40 years old and without people like you who are, you know, diving into this, you know, this hobby in a way of, you know, being available to, to restore it and repair it and, and, and allow that dream to live on. These things are just going to die and fall away. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I will plug, uh, I will see if I can get you guys a link. So basically me and a couple other, uh, console uh, repair people, basically we have a whole discord put together. It's called the console savers. And it is exactly for that. It is exactly for that. You know, it's exactly for that reason. So if there's, a console that obviously can be saved. You know, we definitely want to do that. So all of us share, you know, different information, different ideas and stuff like that. So obviously as anybody who's watched my content for a little bit knows, like I'm like one of like two Atari Jaguar people, like pretty much left. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like other, like really like, like just like obscure and like really, really like rare crap, like whatever. Yeah. Like there's not that many of them. So yeah, somebody definitely has the same, same thing with NES, same thing with like Super Nintendo. And it's weird, like, kind of looking at all these consoles now, like the Super Nintendos, those seem to have more that are quote-unquote unrepairable without taking something from a donor board versus something like the ColecoVision, the Atari 2600. It's interesting that as, as we get more modern, hmm. 
some of those things are actually harder to fix. Some of these older consoles that, that, that have a lot less moving parts, you know, stuff is actually readily uh, replaceable. Uh, whereas a lot of the newer consoles like a PS4, uh, Xbox, you know, Xbox One X, like there's been situations where the HDMI goes out, you will replace like the, the one actual chip for the HDMI. And, uh, less than two years later, you end, up, you end up replacing the whole thing over again. You're like, like, what's going on? Whereas your ColecoVision powers up fine and it's what, like 40 years old? It's 40, this year it's 40 years old. I believe that came out in 82. Oh, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? I had one, had one as a kid. I'm, I was like, it brought back memories. I'm like, I remember we had it and then we didn't. I had one of those like Italian moms that like, you know, oh, I don't know where it went. And she probably threw it out. So right. like, <laughs> I don't know where it went, but like, I was like, oh yeah, ColecoVision. I, I was pumped to see it. Oh, cool, man. Well, you know, enjoy it as much as you can before you send it back. Take your time with it and uh, play. I, I would have sent you more games if that was the if I knew that was the case. No, nah, don't worry about it. Don't um, worry about it. So, um, you know, before we kind of dive into the conversation a little bit further, tell us a little bit more about how you got involved in the whole kind of. You know, I'm not sure if you mod as well. I think you do, of course, if you're going to do some of my stuff that I'm talking about. But how did you kind okay. of get into the whole idea of repairing and modding consoles? Where did that kind of come from? Gotcha. So in terms of like doing repairs and mods, a lot of it actually started. I picked up an old uh, Buck Hunter. It was like an old like arcade machine, and uh, the, like I'm talking like arcade CRT was one of those like Deer Hunter things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and the guy like told me it quote unquote plays blind. Basically, you can hear the sound, but 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 you're not able to hear anything, or you're not able to see anything. And uh, that was uh, that was not the case. Mm. Uh, so I ended up taking that apart, fixing it, all that good stuff. And the nice thing about it, if you get into arcade restoration, uh, it's a little bit easier in terms of like a flow chart. Like you can say like, all right, try this first. All right, do you have? Do you actually have quote unquote neck glow, right? So like, can you see the back of the CRT? Can you see like 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 the actual neck of the tube? Can you see that glow, right? So you kind of like follow this whole like flow chart. Um, so that kind of got me into it a little bit, and then. Basically, you know, I started expanding my collection and there just was a lot less competition for like broken stuff. And it was funny. One of the first things I tried to fix actually was a, it, it was a Sega CD uh, Model 2. I had no idea what I was doing in terms of the soldering iron. Like I literally, so my brother-in-law, he's an electrical engineer. And uh, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I ended up ripping like a pad. And I would literally, like, this, like I'm, I'm ashamed to admit to say, like, I rinsed the soldering iron, like, I rinsed it by, like, like under the sink. <laughs> like, it was hot. Like, you're not, you're not supposed to do. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, it was hot. Like, I don't know. Like, is, is that what you're supposed to do? Uh, <laughs> you, so you took, then, you took a pad, you took, a, like, a, a capacitor off or a... You said a pad. Yeah, so basically, if you have a Model 2, there's, like, a fuse. I did a video on that, I actually, uh, like, I think last week. Uh, and it's, it's a fairly simple, uh, replacement. Basically, you end up taking off the old fuse, you end up putting one, you end up putting a new Pico fuse back on. Uh, and then, and then you could pretty much get it up and running. So if you have a Sega C model 2 that doesn't power on, that's like 95% of the time mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. actually that. But that was like my first repair. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, so that was like the first console that, 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 that basically I tried. And then, uh, Little by little, I just ended up just like picking up more stuff and all that good stuff. Because again, if you put an ad out on like Facebook, or Facebook will put you in marketplace jail if you do that now, if you're not selling anything. But like, you know, Craigslist, hey, I'm looking to buy broken consoles. Um, and if you just do that, you just kind of dive into it a little bit and then you obviously learn more and more. Uh, and then I watch a lot of uh, retro RGB. Have you guys ever heard of uh, My Life in Gaming on YouTube? 
Oh, that's how I well, that's how I created my whole uh, video game setup in the in the game room. So, my life. That, I mean, that's the whole idea of me sending you this, the SNES. Is you know we've got a uh, an original model SNES that I use, but it's just never quite as crisp as I wanted it, want it to be. And I picked up an yep. SNES Junior, and I and I saw their videos, and I've been you know I got a Framemeister because of them, and the way that they set everything up, and how the wires go where they go. You know, that was my, you know, the SCART, I could do, I have a SCART switcher and all that stuff. All that came from my life in gaming. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So basically just kind of like any kind of like mom and pop thing. And like a buddy of mine's like, Hey, can you like, can, I think he wanted me to fix, I think it was, I, I think it was a laser. I actually, uh, was it, was it a PS1 or, or maybe I fixed like, like PS2. Mm. And then same thing. So he was really into like RGBing everything. So he has like a SCART modded TV and he's like, Hey, can you RGB mod my 3DO? Mm. And I was like, I've never, I've never done anything under the microscope before. And he's like, Oh, if you break it, 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 it you know, it, it, no you know, deal. he's like, whatever, no big deal. And then I ended up like doing it. And then I looked it up after the fact and I was like, Oh, that, you know, it, it's actually not an easy, it's, it's, it's not an easy mod to do. So, Progressively, I ended up doing that. Same thing, I put HDMI in terms of my Dreamcast. Uh, now I do a lot of N64 HDMI mods. Like that one, I did a video a week or two ago, and then like Minbox ended up like blowing up about Ooh, that. I just we might I have to that. talk about that. Yeah, it's that, not, uh, that might have to be a future little task. That's that not a that's not a that's not a cheap mod either. The, H, well, the Ultra it, HDMI. Yeah, was it right? Yeah, the Ultra HDMI. Are those yeah. boards available so, now? So, so you actually have two. So I have a handful of Ultra HDMI hardware. Uh, kit, so that's the one that you can do RGB and you, and you can also do HDMI. Mm. Um, and then the N64 Digital, those ones are completely out of stock. So my personal one, I put in the N64 Digital, and then I had a customer, he was like, hey, I bought like the kit, like, I don't know, like, probably back in October, and same deal, where he's like, well, I was thinking, like, maybe I could, like, save a couple bucks, I can install it myself, but I was like, uh, if you want, you certainly can, but if you screw it up, you're going to have to wait Lord knows how many months, like, 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 you know, you're going to have to wait whatever in terms of, in terms of before you actually have a restock. So if you want to do that, so then he's like, oh, I talked to the wife there. He sent that over to me and I did a video on that. And then somebody else was like, Hey, I want my thing HDMI. And then like the whole inbox ended up blowing up about yeah, that. But yeah, if you want, like, why is it so expensive? Why like, what, <laughs> oh, why that just was, emulate? <laughs> yeah. Oh, people get like every time too. Like I'll be like, Oh, so you can like, you can RGB mod this. Like, Oh, that's stupid. Whatever. You should just get like uh, you should just get like a retro pie. I'm like, well, I have that too. You know, it's the same thing. There's nothing again, like original realized, hardware though. There's never anything like original hardware. I was at, I was at a buddy's playing the Genesis Classic, and it's just—it's just not—it's just still not the same. When you play on original hardware and you know what that feels like, you don't want to go back to anything other than that. I mean, I, that's how I feel, at least. Oh, I'm—I'm I'm with you 100. percent And then same thing too. Like I realized, like I have a very odd threshold. Like I have a CDI. I had a more, I had a mod that's RGB. I don't know why. Like there's like <laughs> sure. time games I play on it, but like I want to get the best absolute picture out of that. Exactly, um, but yeah, for what it, for what it can do, exactly, and and it's, it's funny that you mentioned the Sega CD as your first project because the first thing that Trent and I ever we went in on together was this large Sega set on eBay. It was probably like two thousand two or two thousand three when things were still cheap, yeah. and I think it came with like three Sega CDs and a bunch of games, and <laughs> and like every Sega CD we ended up wasn't like working, throwing them out or like stepping. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we didn't, if we had known, listen, Marcel, if we knew then what we know now about the retro scene and like this, you know, how we can actually fix things now the way that we, you know, we could, we didn't know when we were younger. 
we obviously yeah. kept him. But. That was twenty. Yeah, it was like twenty years ago. And then, didn't, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And then, didn't you? Uh, speaking of the CDI, was it? Were you the you? Um, didn't you like mod the controller port to use a Super Nintendo controller? Yeah, so that's actually an open source project. So if there's like something that's like random and like obscure, I pretty much knew it. But yeah, so there's there's a project. If you can solder yourself, you just look it up. It's called SNES to CDI. Um, so basically, you get one of those little like uh, one of those uh, Arduino boards. And you basically just have to cut either an extension cable for a Super Nintendo or you can take a Super Nintendo controller you can just wire it in. And that will allow you to do exactly what you said. So you can use a Super Nintendo controller on the CDI. Just what um, everyone wants to do. It's what everybody it's what everybody <laughs> needs, right? Well, if you want like the actual like three button controller, it's like I mean I have one now, but it's like it's a hundred plus bucks. I remember, it being, get, I remember it being trash too. Like when I had it my CDI, it was not it didn't perform. It's perform not. Well. It's yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's uh, it's not the best. And most CDIs either don't have the controller. They have like the like big ass like uh, DVD controller. Mm-hmm. Like like they have like one with of those. the bulb at the end of it. Exactly. So it's not it's not really fun to play with that. But yeah, just just kind of looking up different projects. But yeah, if there's like a random project I can do, I'll do it. Like I just found out, um, which I didn't know that. Do you guys have a, a Super Game Boy? Uh, yeah. Wait. So, oh, uh, oh yeah, 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 Super Game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so Super Game Boy for the Super Nintendo. Apparently, I didn't know that the uh, the Super Game Boy runs about three percent faster versus like a normal Game Boy game. Didn't know that. So there's a new mod that's actually out there, and if you if you're a beginner, it's a really good project to start. Basically, you just need to remove like three, uh, actually it's two capacitors and one resistor, and then you just solder directly on the board and it actually restores the normal clock. Because if you're playing a game. The audio is going to be a little bit more like high pitch because the audio is going to be running 3% faster as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, again, it's just like, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to try that. I've never, I've never had a super, Nint- I've never had a super Nintendo until like last year. And again, same reason why I have that now. Uh, people wanted me to like fix stuff. So I just needed more, I needed more options to obviously test things. But mm. uh, long story short, uh, it helps support uh, my uh, addiction. I mean, uh, collection. Yeah, uh, me, so too. Me, me too. It's, we always have to go back and forth on whether things are needs or wants, and I think most of the time they're both. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, exactly. So you, but yeah. were, you were saying that the Super Nintendo is one of the hardest when it comes to repairs just to find things or that things can go wrong, and then what? what is it about the Super Nintendo that makes it different than, so say, like a Sega Genesis model, or... There's certain models of the Super Nintendo that basically you have a couple. Uh, it, it, so 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 it's a chip, and it, it's back. It, it, you have something called an ASIC, application specific integrated circuit, I think, or something ASIC. like that, or, or or no, yeah, ASIC, right? Mm-hmm. So on a lot of the Super Nintendos, one or both of the PPUs go bad, and the only way picture, to get that picture ASIC, processing unit. Oh, you are you are on point, exactly. We got to exactly. define, so, define it for the people, you know. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So so basically one or two of those components goes bad. That component is specific to the Super Nintendo. Mm. So the only way to get that is you have to rob that off of the Super Nintendo that has something else wrong with it. There's no aftermarket um, parts for that? No. Same thing with like, so, so for the Atari Jaguar, you have the Tom and Jerry chip. If those go bad, you have to pull that from a donor board. Oh, same geez. thing with the... <laughs> So exactly, it's like, it's like and why then why you it, repair it at that point if you just got to get another whole system, right? Well, if you actually have like the chip on hand, so it worked out. Somebody um, he 
he, which that was the first time I ever had like the, like he's like, yeah, it makes like a grinding noise. And then I get his Jag CD and the thing like whistled. I was like, I've never seen that before. Uh, so I was able to take a bunch of parts from a donor board that basically had a problem with the, uh, so it's called the Bush chip on the Atari Jag CD. Uh, but I was able to take parts from that and I was able to go and obviously swap things one by one. And same thing, like if there's something that like, I don't know, I ask like other repair people, my brother-in-law's an electrical engineer. He's been really helpful throughout the years. So basically, you know, four or five years ago, I knew like nothing. And then little by little, you, you, you know, you kind of build up that confidence and stuff that's like easy. So if you do like a uh, N64 uh, RGB mod, if you're just going to do just normal N64 RGB, if you flip over N64 and it says NS1, that's one of the easiest mods to do. You but can probably been through, we've been through that. Back. Yeah, we've been through that with the, with the NS1 <laughs> model because that's my, my 64. But I'll tell you what, even through the Frame Meister with RGB, on an, on an OLED screen, it still doesn't look great. Like, I, I kind of want the Ultra HDMI. That's kind of why it piqued my interest when I heard you mention that, because it's on... If you, oh, if, yeah. if, you, if you do that over... If you do that on a CRT, it looks pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But but Because I've, I've, I've got a SCART to uh, component transcoder, so I can, mm-hmm. I can play that on my Trinitron, but on the OLED, it just... Even through the frame, I mean the frame meister is great, but it can only do so much. And the sixty four, it's got that, just that softness, those filters, and it it just doesn't look amazing. Yeah, it's got like that Vaseline over. And then same thing. So you, so you just mentioned about having like a trend try. That's the other reason to like restore like all these like restore all these old consoles. Like if you want to do, I'm a, I'm a sucker for light gun games. If you want to do like light gun games, yeah, like you have to have like you have to have a CRT to do that. Like, yeah, you do the Sinden thing, which. I will say if somebody asks me like something software related, it takes me like five times as long. So for example, to actually mod the SNES to CDI controller, uh, for me to start of the wires is like five, 10 minutes, right? Like tops. For me to figure out how to program the stupid Arduino thing, I probably spent 45 minutes before I actually figured out like how to do that. I'm like, I'm an idiot. Whatever. Oh, is, is that the um, like new light gun? I, it was on a, was that the, I don't, I'm assuming you've seen yeah, like, yeah. Metal Jesus had yeah, put it I, on his channel. Yeah, and, yeah. So I have that. It was, it was the exact same thing. So like oh, I it? would put it, yeah. So yeah. I would put it on like, I put it on the big screen. It would work fine. I put it, so I swapped the monitor on my, on my arcade machine. I put the send in light gun in there. And then it wasn't working. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And then it's just a pain in the butt because you have to like adjust the settings for like every single game in MAME. Uh-huh. And then it turned out that, that the light gun wasn't working inside my uh, whatever, wasn't working inside the arcade machine because it had like, just like a, like a slightly bad like firmware. So it was like really sensitive in terms of like how the light was. Yeah. But again, like all that crap that you got to like mess around and play with and versus like, all right, if I want to play like, if I want to play like Virtua Cop, I turn on my Sega Saturn. I'm good to go, mm-hmm. you know, first mm-hmm. like the Finden thing. So Amen. Amen I just like that. having that for like my kids. Cause like my kids, like, 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 like they'll, 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 they want, I want to find the arcade machine and, and, you know, like it's fun just to do something like real quick, but the software part, it's such a pain in the butt. Like it's not plug and play. I'd love for it to be that way, but it's just not. It'll, it'll, I'm sure it'll, it's getting closer to, to his support is great. Yeah. I will say that. Well, that's, yeah, his that's support is great. And that's good because, you know, these, these Trinitrons, these old TVs, they're not going to last. They're, there's probably less likelihood of those lasting as much as these retro consoles, just because of how much is going into that picture tube. And, you know, those things go bad. It's, it's And that's a much more dangerous thing to have to work on, like a TV where you can literally yeah. kill, kill yourself while you're doing it. So you know, having yeah. the ability to eventually one day to be able to play these things on our 
you know, flat screens or whatever would be a good thing, which is why the retro community is so awesome and how we've got these, you know, it just seems like it's exploding even more. We thought that, you know, after a few years it was going to die down, but it just seems to be growing and growing. And even through like the pandemic and everything, it's just like the hunger for all these things. It just gets more and more and more and more. You wonder when the bubble's going to break, but I don't, I don't know if it is. Yeah, I've been yeah, same thing. I've been saying that for a while. Yeah, you know, prices will go down, things will go down, whatever. I I, I, re- I really don't see it. like it'll it'll come down a little bit, but you're never gonna get like to 2009. You're never gonna get to like 2010 levels, or or if you aren't, it's obviously gonna take a while. Like there's certain things that like yeah, like people don't necessarily care about as much anymore. Like if you look at Atari or like ColecoVision, or if you look at like Intellivision. Um, yeah, like you, you, you can actually pick up most of those games fairly cheap, but like I don't think we're gonna hit a point where you're gonna be getting you know Super Mario Brothers three for like two dollars at like Funko Land anymore. Like, like those days are long. Oh no, gone. that's 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 <laughs> gone. That day, that, that day, that day oh. is gone. I, I think you know the the retro collector. You know, there's more people. Like I was talking to, to Trent earlier today because my little guy had a had a basketball game at at um, basketball or you know, the the church, and um, you know all these guys that I'm seeing there, all these dads. You know, they kind of know a little bit about, you know, what I do and, and my hobby and everything. And these guys are just like hungry and thirsty for they want to play NBA Live 95 and like, you know, Gunstar <laughs> Heroes. And like they've got these old memories. And so when you get this demographic of people who now they have the resources, right? People have real jobs and they're able to, to make some money where when we were kids, we weren't able to do that. And you're going back and you're getting a fi- you have a finite resource of these of these uh, games and trying to get them or these consoles. It's only going to drive that price up. And you see what happened during the pandemic where everybody was home and they're like, you know, I want to get back into my, my old hobby and just what happened to the prices there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, exactly what you said before, like there's something rolling out new, like every single week. So like you have you have the OSSC, you have the retro tank. We have so many more options to play these retro consoles on modern TVs. And again, you can still get like a CRT for free. Like you, you can still pick those up. Uh, I'll tell you, know, you what, though, those are starting, up. those are starting, they're starting to charge for them. You go down to like the local uh, game store and they're charging, you know, they're starting to charge 20, 25 bucks for, for, a, you know, a nice CRT. So that's the other thing too, guys is like, if you're out there and you see a CRT on the side of the road, pick it up, see if it works, you know, hold, hold on to it, store it if you can, because, I'll tell you what, there's nothing like playing a light gun game like Virtua Cop or or Lethal Enforcers or House of the Dead 2 or, you know, one of these one of these games, even the PS2 ones like Time Crisis, you know, Time Crisis 3, all you know, Vampire Night, Crypt Killer. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, Crypt Killer is better play. than I have it. I haven't played that one. I have it. Like actually, I'm I'm ashamed to admit that and this is why I need to update my collection. Like I have a little spreadsheet. I have two copies of it, but oh, I haven't nice. played it yet. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. for the for for the Sega Saturn, of course, right? I have it for the PS One. <laughs> I, I figured not, but I you know I I said well maybe I'll try, maybe we'll try. <laughs> um, Marcelo, what's what's the what would you say is the hardest mod like a repair that you've done that you actually got to work? So so I'd say I'd say working on the 3DO. RGB mod is actually the hardest. So if you can do the 3DO RGB mod, you can do pretty much any kind of like HDMI mod. So basically, if you look at uh, N64 digital, you look at like the Sega Dreamcast um, HDMI mod, those ones, like it requires fine pitch soldering. Uh, you can, for the most part, you can 
do it under the microscope. You could, you might be able to do it without it. If you have some kind of magnification, you have like a little, like you can use your phone to zoom in and you can use plus to do that. But on the 3DO, it just has a lot, a lot more like finer pitch, uh, pins. So the pins are a lot smaller mm. basically in between. Uh, other one, just in terms of time. And I haven't done those because I haven't had as much time and I need, and I would like to, I'd like to experiment on one myself. If you do the PS1, digital as well so that one you got to run like a million wires uh and again what a lot of people do like how they make it look all nice and pretty so when you're doing all like your wire management what they do is you run the wire and then you get uh and then you get like uh nail glue and then you glue it down and then you get the next wire you run it all nice you run it right next to it and you do the same thing and it's just very very time consuming to actually go and do that but if you're going to do like the ps1 hdmi um, if you were to do any, pretty much if you do any mod that's like HDMI, like, yeah, it's going to be really, really difficult, uh, difficult console to work on. Um, hmm, that's a good question. Probably anything, anything modern. So, so same deal. If your Xbox HDMI thing goes out, um, to replace the HDMI port, um, if you have the right tools, you can do it. Uh, but I would not make that, I would not make that the first mod. And then same thing with like PlayStation 4, if you mess up the actual like port itself. Uh, and that, and again, that, that, those are things that are really annoying about modern consoles right now. Like I had a customer, uh, it was a grandma and she's like, Oh, I bought my son's like PlayStation 4 and like it doesn't read discs or anything like that. And you think like, all right, it's just really dirty and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And basically trying to explain to an old lady that like, all right, so the problem is, so, so there's a chip, it's called the Renasus chip. And on that model, that chip, only belongs to that PlayStation 4. So really? even if I could, yes. So that one is actually married to the board. So certain models, you can basically take that chip off of the actual drive board and you can swap it. On this one, it's not on the drive board. That chip is on the motherboard and it's married to the board. Mm. So that's a situation where like you're trying to explain to this, like, you know, seven year old grandma be like, well, I know exactly what's wrong with it. It's this thing right here. Well, can you take it out and put it in, and put it in a new one? No. Why? Because Sony sucks. Like you know, like and it's like <laughs> trying to and trying to explain that to her. It's like, well, I don't understand. Like, like, what do you mean? Uh, like that chip is married to that board. Like, like, like forever and ever. Amen. That chip is married to that board. There's nothing you can do about it. So, on the positive side, basically, his PS4. I guess it was a slim model. I think it turned into a PS4 uh, all digital. So again, it wouldn't play disc because because of that. You can't swap the drive. Yep. Uh, so there's pretty much pretty much nothing you do except obviously download games on that. But that's something too. We're like that's a that's a relatively new console. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the part that's obviously most frustrating. Modern stuff, it's a lot smaller stuff. It's like really really compact, uh, and then you end up having to like upgrade your tools. So like an Xbox like One X, same deal. If you have to replace the uh, retimer chip, it is just like it takes a, a ridiculous amount of heat to get that chip off the board. Um, it's just really annoying. It's really, really tiny little chip to actually do. It's easy to knock off like a, like a smaller component and stuff like that. So more modern stuff ends up being a lot more It's crazy to but, think that these modern systems are failing as fast as they are. It's like, you know, when we were kids yeah. and we had our Segas or our Super Nintendos, it was like nothing could break those things, you know, pour some Coke in it and it wouldn't do anything, you know, just like almost indestructible. At least it seemed, you know, at the time, but you know, these, it, 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 maybe it's just cheaper components that they're using now, even though they're more high powered. 
Um, uh, sometimes you have like smaller components. You don't have the same like ventilation, a lot more like moving parts, but heat. it is possible. Yeah. You, you, you have a lot of heat with that, but like stuff like that, they're not really planning on like, on like, on, on like keeping an Xbox, like one X forever. Like that was never really like the intention. So, I mean, I hate to say, but like times have changed, you know, mm-hmm. so, but stuff like that, like, like, like they obviously should know that like, so for example, on the PS4, there's a part of the board that's called the South Ridge. And on some of the old PS4s, like, all those are going. And then it's funny, a buddy of mine, a repair region, same deal. He's, like, replacing it on the PlayStation 5. He ends up having to, like, reflow the solder. So you have a on bunch a of, like, like, you have, like, yeah, already. I was like, seriously, already? <laughs> like, how? Like how? How is that even possible? Yeah. But yeah, you have a lot more heat. The solder, like, cracks, it breaks. And, again, anything in terms of that connection, um, you know, like, it just, it just ends up breaking. The other thing that, that, that ends up being an issue is, is that, there's not as much documentation for newer stuff versus like older stuff, like older mm-hmm. stuff. You can pull the schematic. You can say like, all right, like, so I had one where it wouldn't output video over like composite and you can pull the schematic. You can say, all right, so there is a video chip right here. Well, let's just try taking out that chip. Let's try popping it in one. Okay. It works. You know, like, all right, well that obviously makes sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas a PlayStation four, you know, they're not publishing their schematic anywhere for obvious reasons they don't want any, any they don't want anybody stealing their stuff um but but yeah but to back to answer your question modern stuff is, is a lot harder to work on it's just a lot smaller pieces uh it, it tends to, to break without as much documentation and there's just a lot of smaller things that basically you end up having to test and then if you want anything with hdmi on a red and n64 um is the most common um right now I think they're going to roll out another version of the Dreamcast HDMI mod, but anything HDMI is, is typically an expert in, is typically an expert installation. So, a couple of questions or, or comments sure. in, in relation to what you said. So, um, with the Dreamcast, I just uh, for mm-hmm. Christmas um, got one of the Bahar Bros um, Gecko um, boards and yeah. and plug that in, and I think that looks phenomenal. Um, just you know, just pass through the, uh, the, the frame Meister into the, into the OLED. Um, mm-hmm. is, is that, would you consider that a pretty good option if somebody doesn't want to, uh, mod it for oh, HDMI? Oh. oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If, if you can get it to 480p and, 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 and you can output that, absolutely. And I used to do that. I used to do that as well. Actually, I, I still technically do. So I have, uh, a Dreamcast that I have HDMI modded. I use that on my, I use it on, on, on the flat panel. And then in the back, I either alternate. I will put the I'll put the Dreamcast on one of those like old VGA monitors, like one of those old computer monitors, mm-hmm. or I will do the Bahar Bros, and then I will run that to one of my uh, PVMs, or I'll run it to one of my CRTs. Like, oh, nice. um, yeah, he's got like a, a trend set up on like TikTok and everything. It's <laughs> yeah, oh, the, it's, the, it's, it's uh, extravagant. The PVM the, is a holy is obnoxious. A holy um, it's, and, it's completely obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, but we get it on this channel. I mean, we understand what it's about on the on the PlayStation yeah. systems. You know, most of the PlayStation mm-hmm. systems have a, a vertical orientation that you can do as an option. What do you recommend mm-hmm. on PlayStation systems do, in general? Do you recommend vertical or horizontal? Uh, on the PlayStation Five, I probably would recommend vertical because I think most of their ads actually have it that way. It's probably a little bit better ventilation. Good. Yes, that's how I have um, mine set up right now and I don't want to put it horizontal because it'll take up too much space on the media center. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then same thing with like the Xbox Series X. You can put that on its side but 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 a vertical orientation actually allows it actually allows for a lot more airflow. 
And a lot of people too, like when they have problems with their console, it's again, that you get the whole Ikea set up, all that good stuff, but there's like no ventilation. So they might even have consoles stacked on top of each other. Mm -hmm. But if it's like a PS3, I would put that, I would put that horizontally. I wouldn't put that vertically. I'd, I'd allow it to have enough ventilation on either side. And I want to have ventilation, I want to have ventilation in the back. Um, but like PS2, as long as it has space around it, it should be fine. It's PS2 doesn't really get too hot. Um, yeah, Nintendo Wii, Wii U, all that stuff. Like it's not, it's not really, really going to get too hot. Um, but as long as you have enough area around it and you're cleaning it, it really shouldn't matter in terms of the PS2 versus horizontal or whatever. Um, the only other thing to consider, and that, and that would be if you use it a lot. Um, if you're doing it vertically, inserting the disc in and out, you have a little bit more gravity, obviously pulling down over the years than versus if you just lay it horizontally. When it ejects the disc in and out, you're not, you don't have as much force pulling down on it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That does make sense. So, uh, the question that I wanted to ask you of all the questions that I'm asking you here, <laughs> it, um, yeah, it relates back to me personally, sort of in a way, but you know, it's good for anybody who wants to get into it. So, um, you know, I've got I've got a soldering iron. I still haven't pulled it out of the box. I hate to say that, but um, I get this nervous feeling about kind of getting into into the solder game because I've listen. I've pulled apart an NES. I've replaced the seventy pin connector. I've I've actually pulled pins back to to fix the original yeah. the original connector. I've replaced a you know a, a DVD drive inside of a Wii. You know, I've done some of those things, but in terms of soldering, that's the stuff that that you know I I kind of am reticent to kind of get into. Um, and you may have done a video on this. I'd love to see it if you haven't, or if you could put it together, some kind of video on like how to kind of get started if you'd be so willing. Yeah. But what, what yeah. do you, th what, what's the advice that you would give someone who wants to kind of get into the mod repair game and, and kind of get started in it? What would you recommend? How would you get, how so would you get started in that? The easiest thing, if you just would want to put out an ad and just say, hey, I'm looking for broken comps. You can even say that, too. I'm trying to learn or whatever. I've got them. I've out. got a broken um, Genesis 2. I've got uh, a couple broken Game Gears. So, like, yeah. So, like, a good, so every Game Gear, every Game Gear will actually need to have its, its will need to have all the cats replaced. Every single one. That's the ones, um, I, all I, them are the ones I have. That there's, I think, three of them. One of them is yours, the blue one. Yeah. Um, are the capacitors, you could tell because the screen is all screwed up and the sound doesn't work. Yep, yep, exactly. So every single one of those. Um, you could start with one of those because you can get those actually fairly cheap. But um, if you already have the broken console, probably the easiest thing to do, and if you wanted to build up that confidence in terms of a uh, you know soldering iron, um, just just replacing batteries on like a you know Pokemon game or like you know or not even that. If there's like a Game Boy game that you don't care about and mm -hmm. has like a save, I would I would swap the batteries on that. And the one mistake I will say that I made is is that I looked at videos. When I was learning, so for example, for the Sega Genesis uh, CD Model 2, I looked at a video on what to do in terms of replacing the fuse, right? And I was like, oh, that's easy. I end up like lifting a pad. You want to look at some videos first, just, just, just in terms of basic soldering. So if you look at that and you learn that skill first, that's going to save you so much time in the future. But yeah, I would say an easy, easy thing to do would, would, would be swapping batteries on like, you know, an NES game, on like a Game Boy game. Well, Stuff you, like you, that. You have, you have to solder for replacing like a battery because there, there's a little bit of solder yeah. that keeps the battery on the system so that uh, it can actually. I actually, I actually have a few of the the Game Boy Advance Pokemon games, but I've, I haven't, I haven't even all. really like tested them. And those have batteries it, in them, right? Some do and some don't. It depends. It depends. 
um, there was like a weird like transition point. I don't remember exactly which one. So like I had, which it's heartbreaking whenever you find out I had a, I had a Mega Man, uh, I want to say Mega Man Zero Two I had on the Game Boy Advance and like, I used to lifeguard in the summer and at the pool, if it was raining and stuff like that, I would like play like, I'd, I'd end up playing the Game Boy Advance and I had like all, like I had a hundred percent everything. And then I go to, you know, play it, I don't know, whatever, you know, 15 years later and, and, the, and then everything's gone. It's, it's just devastating. Like, like just that actually finding out. Just but again, now you have to start over again and play through it again. It is, but now they have, uh, it's called the, uh, it's called the Game Boy Operator. There's an option now where you can take, a Game Boy, Game Boy Color, or you can take a Game Boy Advance game and you can actually download the save file to your computer or you can get a save mm-hmm. file off the internet of, let's just say, Pokemon Blue, swap the battery, and then you can flash your old save back oh, on. So you actually, so you actually, I have seen It's that. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. 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 Um, but I would say that. So I'd look at videos in terms of just, just, just how to solder. Um, so like, so for example, for your save gen, the, the, the one that's not working out, is it just not powering on or does it like kind of turn on and off? Um, it's like, actually like what you, you, get, hold, you gave like, me. It's, um, it basically the, the controller port one doesn't work, but controller port two works. Okay. So that one there, I bet, I bet if you just, if you just clean it, it'll probably work or if not, that might be a situation where, yeah, if you just basically Broken add joint or something. Yeah, you just add flux and you can heat everything up. And, and again, I have a buddy of mine. Uh, he's up in Canada. His name is uh, well, his name's Rich, but but he goes by Video Game Restoration. Uh, and we like to say that like you can't break broken. So if it's broken, like 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 no harm, no foul, right? Say, say again. Yeah, he said if it's already broken, then I mean you, you yeah, can't so, so you make can't, it worse. You can't break broken, oh, right? Yeah, yeah, so you yeah, might yeah, as well yeah. just try it on <laughs> it. Here, here. Yep. No, that's true. That, that's true. So. <laughs> Well, that's good advice. But yeah, I would, I would start, I would, I would, I would start small. So yeah, you have a situation where, um, yeah, something maybe not powering on stuff like that. If you have like a Sega Genesis or like a lot of these older consoles, a lot of times like it'll only work if you hold like the power jack a certain way. Mm-hmm. So that's a situation where you just where you just need to literally just add a little bit of flux and you can and you can just refill the solder joints and then and pretty much it. And that's Wait. like a five ten minute repair. Wait. So, what do you say? I'm not quite sure. So, what do you what do you mean when you say uh, flux? Flux, like uh, like the, the the gel that you put on that actually allows the solder. And yeah. The solder so, joint so, to, oh, that's what it's. Oh, yeah. okay. Like that. The wire. The sap, like the, the, the sap that, that, that little metal spiral wire, right? The thing. The actual, no, the no, actual, no. The actual orangish sap that kind of comes. Yeah. That you can get. It's like a gel. Oh, you oh add, okay. You add it. Some of the wire comes with it inside of the wire. Oh, okay. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, sure. yeah. So you can do. Yeah, you can do either way. So you can get. Um, you can get a um, solder, which is basically uh, basically the metal. So all you're doing is just chemistry, right? So you're just you're just basically melting metal. So flux helps helps everything heat up more. It actually helps prevent oxidation. So it's helping everything heat up quicker, uh, and it helps the metal flow to, to pretty much to, to where to where the metal needs to be. Um, but if you have, and, and that'll be the other thing I would say, uh, don't cheap out on flux and don't cheap out on solder. So if you're just learning and stuff like that, I would get it's called a rosin core solder, mm-hmm. and I would get a fairly good quality flux. And if you can, there's something called solder braid. So if you want to get rid of all the old solder mm-hmm. and you want to put new solder in. Uh, I would get a good quality solder braid. So like super wick is like a really, really good quality uh, solder braid. And that just basically sucks everything off. Do you so like a lot that of times when, a solder sucker? 
for me, it depends on what I'm working on. No. So I've, I've upgraded. And again, I did exactly that. So you obviously start small. You start with solder. Work, you start with solder, sucker. So now I actually have a uh, desoldering gun. So it just makes everything quicker. Mm, okay. Got it. It's crazy, right? I know. Because <laughs> I've seen his like yeah. setup. He's got this. He's like you have like a this huge. Because you showed me it. Because you you just like fixed it, right? Your uh, your whole soldering setup. That like huge machine. Yeah, so 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 it's called a so it's called a hot air rework station, and it's also soldering thing. I just yeah, I just fixed that one. Uh, I'm gonna sell that. So I have now uh, a better quality hot air station, and then I have a better quality uh, soldering iron as well. I'm just waiting on the tips. I was just I was I was putting that off for a little bit because the the soldering iron that I wanted uh, all the quote unquote like tips for it. Like basically you have like either something with a hook, something with like a chip, but basically what you use to actually like heat up all the points. Um, it's different. You, you, you have different tips depending on, depending on what brand you have. And I was like, ah, I don't really want to like have to like, you know, buy all new tips for that. Cause it actually gets, it actually gets pretty pricey, but you know, it's a, it's a, it's a write off. So it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just upgraded that and I'm going to end up selling the other one, but, you don't need to have like a crazy, if you're just fixing stuff on your own and you're not doing like HDMI, you're not doing stuff like that. You can just get like a basic setup. But if you get, um, something that can do hot air too, you can get that for like 125, 150 bucks on Amazon. You can actually get yourself a fairly good quality station that, that obviously should float you until you get a little bit better with that. But I wouldn't go nuts, but where I would spend the money, I would spend money on good flux and I would spend the money on good, um, solder. So solder that has like, uh, you know, rosin in the core. Uh, and then same thing. I would spend money on a good, uh, solder wick, like super wick. So you can kind of decide like, like where you want to, where you want to spend the money, but other stuff, that doesn't really matter. Like, like the soldering iron, like it doesn't have to be anything crazy like that. Like it, you can, you can get, you can get by with like a, with a, you know, $15, like $20, like, you know, Ace hardware deal. And you, you got, you have to repair a lot of things that yeah, way. Yeah. That's actually like, I think I, I picked up one like a couple of years ago. Cause I, when I started to like resell stuff, like a lot of, mm-hmm. um, like electronic stuff, yeah. you, you, I'd, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd find it and then you'd, you'd open the case up and then like the batteries would just be completely corroded. So like I yep. end up like taking some certain things apart and then you'd see like a wire came off the solder. So I just kind of got like a $20 cheap one just to be able to like put the, put the, the cord back on and just make sure it works. Yeah. Cause like so yeah, many that's, like that's a- battery operated things, they leave the batteries in and it's just completely corroded and everything's rusted out. So what you're saying oh, yeah, so like was like RT cards, stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. Like, like you just solder it back really easy to do. Yeah. So, so what you're saying is once you get into it, it's really not that big of a deal. No. Yeah. And again, there, there, there's the plenty of like, you know, yeah. And again, you have plenty of like supportive people and, 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 and I'll see all that good stuff. And again, it's just like anything else. Like it's a, it's a skill that you can like pick up. You can, and now we're in a really good spot. So I really like, uh, I'm sure if you've seen my life, have you ever seen a, a Voltar videos? Who? Vol- Voltar. Is, Voltar. Is he the one who made the amp for the Super Nintendo? He did. Yes. That's, that's the guy. Okay. Yeah. So he does a lot of videos on like, yeah, like basic soldering and like techniques, what to do if you have like a solder oh, bridge cool. or something like that, that. He's on YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on YouTube. Okay. Um, I wouldn't watch it whenever the kids are around. It's like, it's kind of weird, but like my wife's like, what are you watching? Whatever. Like he'll throw in like a lot of like different, like, you know, sexual innuendos and like oh, soldering nice. videos. <laughs> All right. I'm into it. Yeah, yeah, my, so. my, my wife wouldn't be too happy about that if, uh, if that's going yeah. on. So I'll have to watch, that's, that'll have to be when everybody goes to sleep. <laughs> 
And he calls a solder, he calls the T-1000 juices, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> the juice is flowing. Um, so uh, I was just going to ask, so how many, uh, so I know, like, I know you're like TikTok, like every, like a lot of times you post one, they'll get like thousands of thousands of views. Do you, are you yeah. getting like a bunch of requests from TikTok or how many, like how many oh, systems are you like, or repairs are you doing in a week or do you do, do you take like two or three at a time, get those and then get to the next ones or like, how does that work? Uh, it depends, but yeah, every week now, uh, and that's just like anything else. Like you end up having to like filter that stuff, but I would say probably like a dozen every week coming in and some stuff like mm-hmm. it's actually fairly, fairly basic stuff where I'll get people doing exactly what you're doing, what, what, where they end up sending me like five or six different things. So like right now I have, uh, I have an, so I have your ColecoVision that, that I need to do the RGB mod. I have an Intellivision that somebody wants to do a composite mod. Uh, I have the 32X. I have a uh, Game Boy Advance SP that not only like, like it, it, it wasn't like powering on, like if you hit like the right button or if you hit the B button, like anywhere close to the center of it, it would end up like turning off. Uh, but then he went to, I was like, all right, well, you know, take it apart, try cleaning it, you know, and as he was taking it apart, like it, it just, it just became so brittle, ended up like breaking. So that, but I would say on average, it's like 10 to 12, like a week depends on honestly what other people want. And then on the side, I'm trying to do a lot more, um, stuff where I can just sell stuff that's obviously pre-did, but it, it, it ebbs and flows. So if I do a game gear video, I, that, that's pretty much the only request I get for like for weeks. I did the N64 digital. I'm getting a bunch of requests for that. Um, but yeah, on average, it's like 10 to 12 a week that I have like mail in requests. And then I'd have other people who are around, you know, like my buddies that, you know, Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that? Um, but they're also running out of stuff to obviously, uh, mod. And that's kind of what's happening with me. Like I've kind of run out of my own stuff to do. So I'm like, Hey, you guys want something done? I got time, you know. That's that's great, man. And then I just saw it because you just did because you I just, you think you just mentioned it. You had just did like your first repair in a Virtual Boy, right? Not fairly recently. That, that and was, all of a sudden you get that, like eight more. Yeah. So yeah. So exactly. So that was the first one I did in a while. So that and again, like that's just how much like I like the gaming community. So I never did a Virtual Boy until last year. So a buddy of mine. Uh, he goes like, Hey, I had two virtual boys. Like one isn't like, what? <laughs> it's like, who has a yeah. few virtual boys? Uh, well, the same thing. He's got like six wonder swans. All right. So good example. So after <laughs> your video came out, after your video came out, right. A guy's like, Hey, um, you know, I have a couple of Atari links. I was like, all right, cool. How many do you got? You've got six. I'm like, who has six Atari links? <laughs> they don't even, uh, they don't, they there weren't, there weren't six games for the Atari links. <laughs> <laughs> but like same deal so like then i it, it's just like anything else it's, it's, it's everything like ebbs and flows but yeah. the dude with the virtual boy he had two and the first one he's like yeah it doesn't power on or i'll play for a little bit and and ends up like turning off right and it was something as simple as basically he had a little bit of corrosion on the battery terminal like basically for that battery pack that uh that goes that mm-hmm. goes uh yep. on the controller yep Right. And I was like, well, that one's fine. The other one, you actually have the lens. Why, why don't I just go ahead and, and, and fix that for you? And again, if I could do like the Dreamcast HDMI, doing that is not, is not, is not very hard at all. And then I did both of them for him. He's like, all right, you can keep one. I was like, shut up. Like, <laughs> wow. like I was like, yeah. So, so I took a virtual boy as payment and then I did that one. And then someone else is like, Hey, my Jag CD doesn't work. I was like, sure. No problem. And then he goes, 
yeah, the only thing I have left is like a virtual boy. Do you work on that? I was like, I literally just did one last week. Yeah, no problem. So I have a virtual boy and a Jag CD coming in uh, next week. And then I'm going to have to open up pre-orders again. So I do the uh, rapid fire mods for the Atari Jaguar, which oh, doesn't yeah. make sense. For your favorite yeah, game, so I, Raiden. For, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's have, right. To have rapid fire. For Raiden. Yeah. yeah, that's one of my favorite shoot-em-ups. So. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Well, you, you, you definitely have to do that then. But, like, that's a situation, too, where, like, I'm like, all right, no one else will do it. I'll do it. So, like, there was a guy <laughs> in Australia, and he had the mod boards and all that good stuff. And I bought one off of him and I sent him a message that, Hey, it works great. I really like that. And he's like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. Would you consider like doing this? And like, would you consider doing this? I was like, sure. So he sold me all of his stock and I end up like doing that. So I have to do a run of, I think I have like 20 or maybe like 30 boards left. So I could do another run of like 20 or 30 controllers. Got to get on that trend. <laughs> yeah. I will pay yeah, for the but, mod. I will pay Marcelo <laughs> for the mod to mod that controller. Cause, and, and if we yeah, can, we, if we can switch gears as we start to, to wrap up here, Marcelo, yeah, and we appreciate yeah. your time um, yeah, no worries, man. and make sure we, uh, we get all the information on your, on your channel and your store uh, before we end yeah. here. But um, tell us a little bit. We, we, you know, when we did our first interview, we asked the same question. I know it seems like we just keep going back to the Jaguar in this channel, which is my favorite system <laughs> that, to, that I love to hate. Um, but tell me, is is the the Atari Jaguar your favorite classic system? Um, what are and, and if that is, what are some of your your top games on there? And and of course, if if it's not the Jaguar, that's great too. But tell me, tell us a little bit about what your favorite uh, system is. Huh? That's all right. So, so 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 that's a hard one. So just to like to collect for and to work on. I'm going to say the Jaguar just because like it's just, it just has just a really neat history behind it. A lot of people love to hate it. It's a very misunderstood, uh, console. Like so I would say, <laughs> exactly. I, I exactly. guess, you know, Jaguar, Mike Tyson, you always make sure. that comparison. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say like in terms of like other console, um, like to play probably I would probably say the Dreamcast or 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 the Turbo Graphics 16. Like if you look at the libraries for the Dreamcast for the Turbo Graphics 16, they're just really really solid libraries, right? Very, um, very but, much, you know. And, and I'll stop you there because you because we were talking about the ColecoVision, and it's 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 funny these I call them transitionary or transition consoles that kind of bridge the gap between two where the Coleco mm-hmm. is kind of in between like a, like an Atari and a Nintendo, you know, where it kind of does some of those things of that generation, but kind of not same thing with the yeah. turbo where the turbo graphics is, it's kind of an eight bit system, but it's kind of not, it's kind of more like a 16 bit and the dreamcast kind of the same thing. It kind of bridges that gap really, really solid library. So I agree with you, but, but continue. Tell, tell me more. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I would say to to play stuff like I mean, you look at the, like the library itself. Yeah, I would say the Dreamcast, or I would say, I would say the Turbo Graphics, but just the Jag itself, like just because it's just a really like diehard community. Um, you know, the people that like are really into it, they're still making homebrew games for it. Um, yeah, we and, we interviewed uh, Jeff Johnson of Wave One Games, and and uh, we're talking about Jag Zombies too, which we had a lot of fun with. Nice. I, I, I actually need to play that. I will say I was, 
I was when, when I first picked up the first one, which I guess he fixed that or he threw that in with Jag Zombie too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's it's in the it's in like a, a revamped version. I mean, I like I said, I told him I had never played the first one, so I didn't know how to what to compare it to. But it, yeah, supposedly it's he fixed whatever issues were in the first one. I mean, it's, it's not like it's a yeah, complex it, it, game. No, it's not. It, it crashed like two out of four times. Like when I actually played, it. it's a very, very, very short game, and I was like, when I bought it from him directly, I was like, did he? flash like an earlier version and then like you go and you're like nah it's just like one dude whatever but i mm-hmm. I, I fully support any of like the independent people actually i just was playing uh, another world last night and like that that game was made by like one dude oh you know? another so world look, that they made they made that for jaguar yeah it's yeah 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 so it's out on, it's, it's out on everything yeah but like that was made by like one guy right so if you look at a lot of the uh, homebrew community like a lot of it's just like one or two people um, but just a community, just as a, again, it's really neat community. And plus, like, it's one of the few consoles that you can, you can get the whole library in less than, like, 70 games if you go Jag and Jag CD. Like, mm-hmm. it's a very, very small library. It's very yeah, doable. except for... If you can find Atari cards. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I was so mad. I tried getting you guys that one, too. And, like, I was like, oh, there's a deal on eBay, whatever. I'm going to offer them, like, you know, 20 bucks less or something like that. Like, buy it now. And then two minutes later, it was gone. I was like, oh, I now, got greedy. Have, have you... Have you been to any of the uh, the Jag Fests when they've had them? No, I would love to. So the, the, the Jag I got into later. So this is like a, a non-believable story. So I live in central Pennsylvania, uh, and I got a lot of my retro consoles. I got my Jag at an Amish auction house of all places. Um, <laughs> well, they, I mean, they, they, can, they can have electricity if they make it themselves, so... <laughs> No, so they are fully online. It's actually ruined now. So they even have, like, every year they have a man cave auction. Uh, wow. So back then, they, like, they like just just put their auctions online, and they just started, like, doing that instead of doing, like, a live auction. And most of the stuff that, like, people have nostalgia for, like, went for, like, stupid prices. Like, people are were spending, like, 70 bucks on, like, Sonic the Hedgehog 1, like, loose. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. What? But I picked up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, but I picked up a Jag for like, I want to say it was like 60 or 70 bucks. And it had like Tempest 2000. I think it had Wolfenstein 3D. Uh, I want to say it had nostalgia for the Jaguar then. (laughs) Yeah. But like that, that and like Trevor and like Trevor McFur. So like I had that and like most people are kind of just like sad. I didn't really do anything with it. And then I got most of what I wanted for the Dreamcast. So then I was like, all right, what's next? And then I looked mm-hmm. at the library and I saw like how small I was like, all right, I can do this. And again, it's kind of like anything else. It's more about, it's more about the hunt. It's more about the actual like experience. Right. So I have just as much fun doing the installs as I actually do like playing the games after, after, after I actually mod the console. But that's what the it's Jag itself is, Exactly, but the Jag itself, it's a very um, very misunderstood console. People obviously love to hate it. Um, you oh, know, I still love every... it, but I also love to hate it. It's a weird conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I have it... to go with this because I started with it like you know, a couple of years ago, and I just have to continue it just because. Yeah, exactly, and if you look, so uh, Atari was, again, if you look at that piece of history, so Atari was the fastest and biggest uh, growing company in in, in the United States, it was the fastest growing American company. It was the mm-hmm. fastest growing company, right? So if we look at that now, what would be the what would be like the biggest company, like 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 in the United States? Tesla, 
like mm-hmm. Amazon, mm-hmm. Microsoft. So it, 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 it's kind of interesting. Apple. So it's kind of interesting to see, like, all right, so back then that was like the Apple, like, 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 like of the world, and to see like how quickly like those people obviously you know fell from grace. And just a very, very like interesting story behind that. So just because of the history and because. I think I met Trenton because of the. I'm pretty sure I met you because of the Atari Jag. So. Uh, yeah, because it was yeah, yeah it was in the uh, one of the Facebook groups because you were selling your um the the memory track cart. For yeah, that. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you want to want someone just asked me about that too, which I'm like, it's and this is how the markets have changed. Like, hey, do you have one? I was like, before you start to like bundle that in to get rid of it. Like I, I think, now, I like think you can't you would, find it because <laughs> I got my Jaguar like at the end of 2019. And then I think I like think that. I think you just I just was the car I think it was like twenty bucks or something like that. For, yeah, for yeah, exactly. Cart. Something like that. I, I didn't charge you enough. I looked at prices now. I, 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 <laughs> I, you, you owe me another twenty bucks. I'm kidding. Um, now it's a that's it, a beautiful thing, and and we appreciate what you're doing. Marcelo and uh, and I and I love the fact that you love the turbo because Trenton kind of like looks at me side eyed like you know you like the turbo so much but it's uh it is a really really special console and, and that library is just so good like it's hard to find a turbo game that's not like Keith, at least Keith at least good, at least good um, if not phenomenal Keith courage Keith courage that's the only one so like yeah, I have I have fond fond memories of like playing like Bonk's Adventure yeah, have you ever played Final Last Win. I ha- I haven't, but I I know from other people talking about it that it's actually a really really good game, and it's got like a kind of like an adventure type thing where you're racing against other guys and kind of advancing in a campaign, right? Yeah, exactly. And like if you lose a race, like your dad gives you like fifty bucks and like get out there, son. You know, if you win the race, you get like you know two hundred bucks. You level up, and yeah, it's a little bit of like it's kind of got this like it's kind of like Pokemon, like where you kind of like have this like overworld, whatever. So it's got adventures, it's, mm-hmm. and it's got RPG elements and stuff like that. But that game Ninja spirit is great. Um, yep. but that, 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 again, that's something that like we had almost like on accident. I had my sister's boyfriend was like trying to show off. And I think like, he's like, I don't want this anymore. He sold that to us for like, I don't know, like 40 bucks when I was like in middle or like elementary school. I was pumped, and like back then, like yeah, like nobody had it. So then you can get. Is this when that, like, is this when the going. Genesis and Super Nintendo were popular? Yes, yes. Okay. So we had we had the Turbo Graphics only because my sister's boyfriend wanted to get rid of it and sold it to us for like nothing. And then the Genesis, uh, it is possible to break it, and that's probably that's probably why I actually fix stuff now. It's kind of a make up for lost time. My little brother, like he broke everything, like every everything. Mm-hmm. So. He thought that the Sega Genesis, I don't even know how he did it. He thought it was kind of like an arcade machine. Like you have to put a quarter in to make it work. Oh, right? man. <laughs> did he so it? somehow <laughs> it's, our, our Sega Genesis stops working one day and we go to pick it up and you just hear, there was like maybe $8 in quarters in there. How could you even pick the quarters? <laughs> I don't even know how he did it. Like, that was a thing, too. Like, he must have, like, put it in and, like, shaked it. Like, I don't even know how he got, like, these coins in there. Shove them in the vents um, underneath the system. <laughs> I don't even know how he did it. Maybe he even unscrewed it. I don't know. But there were just was, like, a buttload of, like, quarters. Like, he would, like, yeah. He would, like, wipe out, like, my save for Pokemon Blue. Like if you're like mm-hmm. if you're playing the game and you rip the game out like like while you're saving it, yep. like stuff like that. So that's probably why. So if you were if I were to talk to like an actual psychologist, which I probably should, mm-hmm. it probably it, it it all goes back to that Sega Genesis. 
<laughs> like my little brother shoved Lord knows how many coins and quarters inside there. So that's probably why I'm why I'm fixing stuff today because I, I I just I, I just have that in, in, in the back of my head. But for somebody who's looking to get into collecting, someone that's looking to kind of grow the hobby, it's a great way to get consoles for less money. There's a, there's obviously a lot less competition. It's great to learn that skill. Because again, like sure. you know, if, if something else breaks in your house, like my son, his right after Christmas, and again, new stuff breaks quickly. And one of those like like Nerf dart guns is like battery powered. Yep. Oh, yeah, it yep. broke within like ten minutes, right? And it's like a stupid like wire. I just had I ended up having to like resolder back. So it's, right. it's not it's not a bad skill to have. It's very it's very useful. Um, but yeah, hopefully hopefully that answered all your questions. Uh, yeah. I know you guys are, I mean, you guys are quite popular. I'm a little bit long-winded i'm from jersey so i talk fast so i apologize no it's cool man we, we appreciate you and everything you're doing and taking a, taking some time out with, with us uh, i think it's been a little bit over an yeah. hour so uh we will uh we will bid adieu but uh tell everybody uh, how to find you if um you know if they want to uh maybe learn a little bit more about what you do watch some of your videos uh, maybe get a repair or a mod done where uh, where should sure. they find you Probably the easiest thing, if you just go to crossbasegaming.com, that has links to my eBay store. That has links if you want to pre-order a, uh, a modded JAG controller. Uh, yeah. That has links to my Everyone's TikTok. Be lining up for that. <laughs> hey, don't, <laughs> well, don't joke about it. I'm sure they're going to sell out. I know. Yeah, well, I was surprised because, like, he's like, yeah, like, do you want the rest? And I was like, how many do you have? I think he had like 80 boards and I was like, I don't think there's that many people that want that. And the first 40 sold out quickly. And then he ended up doing like, you know, doing the last 40, uh, just recently. But yeah, if you go to crossfacegaming.com, so I used to wrestle and I was at a really good crossface cradle. So that's the, mm. that's the crossface and crossface. There we go. Uh, and then gaming, uh, is just obviously because of gaming. And then if you check me out on TikTok, so everything is basically just, just crossface gaming. So if you just go to crossfacegaming.com, That'll have links to everything, or if you just check me out on Crossface Gaming uh, on TikTok. Gotcha. It's like the Crossface Crippler from uh, Chris Benoit. Well, we don't like to <laughs> we don't like to reference him. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, hey. With that being said, uh, Marcelo, thank you so much for being here with us again. We appreciate it, and um, we'll look forward to uh, to more of your content and. Uh, we're looking forward to you fixing some of our stuff. I can't wait to get this Coleco in. That's uh, it's just um, so haven't been able to play that in well, a very long time. So I'll send you a video question. So if you're N64, do you have one of those like fantastic ones? I do. I have a teal one. Oh, I'm gonna send you a video. So somebody just had me do it. So uh, it's not only is it uh, HDMI. I ran a bunch of LED lights on the inside. It looks freaking sweet. So if you have one of those fantastic ones, I can do that for you. I'll send you the video. Line me up. I mean, just just take my money and do it. So I, I, that'll be that'll be the new uh, the sixty four that we have in the in the big setup, and we'll take the NS one and we'll we'll use it for the uh, you know for the for the CRT whenever we want to game on that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, awesome. Well, if you guys have any questions or anything like that, or you guys need anything in the future, you guys know how to reach me. Yeah, man, of course. And uh, as far as I know, I'm heading down to Pennsylvania in May. So uh, I might uh, stop at one of those uh, retro game stores and uh, maybe meet up at one of those. Yeah, maybe go to to Cremanti Brothers and get a uh, a French fry sandwich or whatever. (laughs) Overrated. Overrated. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was pretty good when we were heading through there. But uh, no, no. 
<laughs> oh, now we're gonna. Hey, listen, it. if you've got a better place or you know a better place that makes a sandwich like that, you know we're all ears. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could definitely, I could definitely navigate you guys around here. But cool stuff, man. Mm-hmm. You guys need anything? Give me a holler, but I will, I will let you go. Thanks, right, Marcel. Man. Have a great night. Thanks again, guys. Yep. Appreciate you. Yep. yep. Bye. 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 Nice. Really nice. cool guy. Nice. Really cool guy. Really like a solid, solid guy. Really solid. <laughs> really knowledgeable. You know, it's uh, it's guys like that that are keeping the dream alive, and then and inspiring other people to kind of get into the hobby of of maybe modding and repairing, and that's what's going to keep things going. So the more people that we have doing that, the better. You know, the the more we're going to keep these things around, but you know, that's where you get all these ultra HDMI mods and all this ultra. other stuff that people are getting into to kind of, you know, make these old systems available on new, you know, the new way that we play, play games and the way our setups are. So yeah, that's, that's, that's the one I want modded the most is my 64, mm. you know, I, I, with the ultra HDMI. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I, 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 I saw his video like all oh, nice and clean with the well, HDMI. You send, you send yours. Back. I'll send mine. We'll ship them <laughs> off. We'll be good to go. It's, yeah. It's, it's not cheap, but it's it's worth it's wor- it. It's worth yeah. it. If you're yeah. in a 64, it's it's worth it. Yeah, because that's like the one. It's like like you said. It's like it's like I just had to mod my CDI because I want the best picture. And it's like I, I get I, it. It's like I, I, I don't, I don't get it, but I get it. <laughs> like I, no, well, I'm well. The CDI is different, but I'm just saying. It's like it's like I don't even want to play my 64 unless it's crisp. Right, unless it's right. like super crisp and clean. Mm-hmm. I don't want any blurry pictures. That's it. <laughs> I know, man. It's it's tough booting that thing up and seeing all that just Vaseline on the Because you know it can look better. You right. Know? If it can look better, I want it to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So any other parting thoughts? I think that was a, a good way to end the show. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, it would probably be like 30, 40 minutes. It was like over an hour. <laughs> well, he, it was, it's great because he had a lot to say and a lot to share and, yeah, 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 and, yeah. and, you know, a lot about his history. So, anyways, we hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, we'll be keep bringing you more content like that. I think this is going to be the rest of the year. I think we should make it the year of the 64. I think we're already, we're already starting on that. The year of the 64? We should do, we should try to do more 64 oh, okay. games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not saying just 64, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, out of the next 10 months, we should do, Nine, I mean, what, nine sixty-four games. No, off, I don't, I don't off the know. top, like what? Are, I mean, well, we well, we just did. Well, we did cruise. We got to do Golden Eye, right? That's right. that's that's what I mean. This, it's an easy list. Yeah, to do. we got to do Win Back. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Glover. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do a whole. Yeah, we're gonna do a three-part episode on Buck Bumble. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not. And, yeah. Fighter's Destiny. And, you know, it just goes on and on and on, yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah. All the Dark Rift. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That'll be one of them. <laughs> That's actually, well, if we were going to do, actually, if we were going to do one, it would be Dark Rift versus Criticom. Versus Criticom. Like, which is oh. actually, I, that's actually might not be a bad idea. Oh, man. That would be just a filthy episode. <laughs> that would be a like, very yeah, like, filled episode. Which is worse. Yeah, like, which is worse. Oh, boy. All right. Well, uh, hey, we hope you guys are enjoying yourselves. Uh, whatever you're doing, try to game as much as you can. Um, <laughs> whatever you're doing, game more. That's it. That's it. It's always better when you're gaming. Um, share that with somebody that you love. Be safe. Be happy. Be healthy. Remember, everything that's good come from, comes from above. And keep it retro. And keep it turbo. 